to the Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast. Big episode 135. Big. Uh, we haven't done one of these kind of shows in, in quite a bit. And it's a, you know, it's a big show. Three movies. It's a, it's a big month, obviously. Women in Horror Month. And for that particular reason, once again, we have big time guests. So we are going to talk about all the wonderful things they do in the podcast world in just a moment. But uh, I'm Dave Z. I'm here with Brandon and, and, and Christian. Wow, old school intro. And special guests, Carly and Lacey. Welcome, ladies. How are you? Cagney and Lacey. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And would that be a you hoo? Cagney and Lacey would be like, know. yeah. <laughs> it was a I great joke, a but. <laughs> no. Did you guys ever hear the thing like, um, you're either a woohoo girl or you're not? Well, I'm a woo-woo girl. <laughs> it, it might be an Iowa thing, but anytime, like, um, when I was younger, I remember I went up, and I was ordering a drink at a bar, and a guy came up, and he goes, are you a woo-hoo girl? And I was like, I don't know what that means. And he's just like, just wait a minute. And, like, the next song came on, and I think it was like, uh, yeah, by Usher, and I go, woo-hoo! Oh. <laughs> he's like, yep, you're a fucking woo-hoo girl. <laughs> what a line! That's how, that's how they I didn't understand dance. the reference. I felt really <laughs> stupid for a minute. So. <laughs> There's only one way to woo. They you say it in, in that movie. That's our how she met Dan Chase. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a woohoo girl? Now, I think everybody oh. knows how I met uh, woohoo Dan <laughs> by now. It's the stuff of legend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome again. You know. Yes. So happy to have you guys here. And, you. you know, because it's Women in Horror Month, we thought maybe if, if there's anything you'd like to say at all about it, have have at it. If not, move on. But we, we figure, uh, you know, it's been that kind of uh, thing. That's what we did last time, too. And, you know, I'm not a very good host sometimes. I'm not, I, I don't like questioning people about things like that. Like, like, for real. I don't like saying, okay... I can ask questions like, you know, here's five questions. What's your favorite horror movie? When's the last time you um, uh, drank a shot of Soho or some shit? What well, just stupid shit that people like to ask questions, right? Yeah, that's pretty stupid. Wait, Soho <laughs> is not even a drink. I should have said Soco. Excuse me. Yeah, anyway. like Soho. Yeah. All right. South, South alone. That's like coals in the fire. <laughs> but it's, hey, but we it's ask not... questions on our show. Fuck you guys. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I'm not good at asking them. I lo- I love being asked them, but I'm never uh, good at presenting them to other people unless somebody else prepares them for me. That's why I can never do interviews. Like, I had plenty of opportunities. Kid? No, I'm a woohoo girl. You're a woohoo girl, not a girl. <laughs> so, so I don't anyway, like I don't like being asked questions. I get nervous, and then it'll be the simplest question. I'm just like, well, I don't know, and then well, I come why, off as really you boring. Why like being asked questions, Carly? Uh, um, because yeah, I, you, I, I got it. it. <laughs> what right, an asshole! Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. That was that was a perfect branded joke. <laughs> Here, I got a question for you: Smashing VHS tapes, yay or nay? Nay, actually, JP was. T- I didn't know that you made that video, and JP was like, "So what's up with Christian like destroying VHS?" And I was like, "What?" And then I said that I said you used to be my favorite exploding head, but now you're like. What's You're not Christian even on my radar at all. Favorite? What? Well, Christian seems to be everyone's favorite for some reason. He's the. No. I think he's the underrated of the heads. Is he? I feel like I'm the underrated. No, no I, I think you're the overrated. No, you're, no, you're just like the. <laughs> yep, that's about right. 
So oh, Nick, no, I, I took a lot of okay. heat for that, man. I went in, I went in, I was just telling the guys, I went in with the bomb on me uh, in there. Thank <laughs> God I wore the hat or the, the wig and mask, which got me a lot of flack as well. And I, uh, yeah, I smashed, <laughs> I smashed a fucking fake tape. It was a real VHS tape. It wasn't even what, like, it was, and they called me out on it and they, they still said, why are you doing this loser? I'm like, holy shit. And I got like 200. <laughs> it was like, it was like, I felt like fucking Elias at the end of Platoon. <laughs> I would have told you not to smash a fake tape because you know they're going to spot it. I, I didn't have time to even, I didn't know that's what you were going to do. But I mean, Carla, you have to know the story. You've listened to the show. You know what, you know, about what these guys are doing. And I'm sure you listened to the episode when he said it, when he says, son of a bitch, I'm going to just make a video and smash right, yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't so, yeah, and then I didn't notice in the group that he actually posted one and JP's like, Do you not pay attention to Exploding Heads group? And I was like, Well, I didn't see that and then then I was pretty angry because I'm I'm a big uh, fan of collecting VHS and um I feel rather disrespected. Um well, and I think I, I, honestly, that's what the point was—not to disrespect you. It was aimed at a, it was aimed at a few, but it, like I said, and I've said it in the chat, it's like I took a shit in their house, and right, yeah, of course I brought it. I mean, I, I, there's no excuses. I know what I did. It's just again, I I did it. I it's it's there. Then maybe I can return to being your exploding head afterwards. You, you sound like, like a president favorite. who like slept with a bunch of girls and you're trying to be like, I did it. Uh, I mean, well, I, I, I did, I did sniff the VHS before I smashed it. So I'm like, uh, uh, yeah. like Clinton then at least. Sorry. Yeah. So Lacey, did you have an opinion on this? Did you even know what was going on? I mean, I just, it was no, a good segue I, into it. I'm so sad that you broke, uh, you know, Carly's heart because I know she is a big VHS collector and why the fuck are you smashing VHS tapes? It was a joke. I'll tell you why. What do you mean? It's not even for like a purpose? Well, wait a minute. It's it's for a purpose. It's to mess with the people. Hold up. Hold up. It's to mess with the people that messed with me. He's really doing it. The whole thing started because he's such a good friend to me. Because I won't argue back with people or anything like that. So I'm in the VHS group. I'm collecting myself. They're all over the fucking place here. Okay? So I have all these VHSs. But... Or you're not a neckbeard, or whatever the hell they call you whatever when you don't I know. Neckbeard. Oh, by the way, let's show them. If I'm such a neckbeard, look, what do you see over here? Are those fucking VHSs or not? Yes, I got fucking VHSs. I can't wait to visit. I don't, I don't think <laughs> Levi's a Patreon, so I don't think he's going to see that. We'll see this in three years, and we'll say, oh, damn it. Yeah, C's going to come into your house, David, smash all your yeah. shells. <laughs> What's with the wrench, Christian? Shut up, get out of my way, Dave. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I got a joke about the rest. Well, anyway, I'll tell you that in a minute. Okay. Um, but listen, Lacey, this is this is really what happened in a nutshell. I collect a VHS. I've been doing it for like, I don't know, four months. And I collect them for display purposes. Because when right. the store closed in my area, uh, it was the video store that closed, I bought a bunch of, uh, uh, pardon me, I was given a bunch of shelves. So I started putting some of my cooler looking Blu-rays and DVDs on there. Most of them that look like the old school VHS. Then I started collecting the Friday the 13th, just Friday the 13th VHS, and one thing led to another. I said, you know what? This doesn't seem genuine enough for me. I want 100% nostalgia. I want video store. I don't want Blu-ray store. So I started collecting the VHS. So this is what I'm doing. They're having fire sales over there. Everybody buys it once. They offer. They trade. And I've been part of this community, and it's been peaceful for a couple months. Well, about a month ago, I made the mistake of, of saying out loud to somebody, that I collect for the purpose of displaying them. I, I don't really watch the VHSs. And it was, it was only a few of them, but it was like three or four guys. They fucking tore me apart unmercifully. They, I became the butt of their joke. 
what's this guy? What are you doing? Uh, how are you even in? Why are you in this group? So they were saying all this fucking shit to me. And we're I was defensive. like, basically, pardon me? I, we, we, we did like a half an hour. It's in another episode. We talked. We went through. Dave right. went through like post by post. Long story short, I got defensive. I'm like the, I'm like the, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to write this by wronging yeah, it so even more. <laughs> so how? And, and it's fine. And so Lacey, how... you know this about me. We've had discussions about this. I won't argue with people online. So whatever they say, I just say one thing. I'm, I'm like, well, we all share a hobby here. I guess it doesn't matter why, but if you guys have a problem with that, I'm sorry. I go, you should just be happy. We're all collecting. Right. And they wouldn't stop. So they started screen capping what I said about, about you know, we're all collectors here. Uh, I'm just being happy and I enjoy displaying it. And that became like the fucking, it was like, what's it, like Durable Boy in fucking 22 Shots. Oh. I became that to them. And they yeah. kept talking about my post and don't, putting it up. Don't worry. I'm Durable Boy now. <laughs> now, see, seeing this and getting angry about it. Trust uh, me, again. I'm gerbil boy right now. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. That's like maybe the stupidest thing. Like you're still collecting just because you're not watching. Is that, is that why they're being mad? Yes, that's why they got mad. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't be spending the money on people that would be. Why are you spending your money on this when someone else could buy, be buying it and enjoying it more and actually watching it? That's their deal. And they're what? fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Like you're a collector. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, like, well, I collect is... tapes, but I'm not going to watch Psycho on VHS when I have the nice Blu-ray set. This, like, is, this Carly, is what we're talking such, about. You're such a neckbeard. And, <laughs> and we got, I've got a few, too. A I few. This morning. Not I a lot. I did all of the screams uh, because they have, you know... I, Dave, you actually even helped me find a couple. Yeah, the blue. Yeah. The, like, the face, the faces. Yeah. The blue. Yeah, I I didn't have any of those, and I wish I had collected them when they first came out because they'd obviously be in better condition, but I had to have all those, and I'm never going to fucking watch the VHS of them. I mean, I have six of the same movie now, so yeah. it's different covers. <laughs> See, I like did. them for signing. But, like, I go to conventions, and I get my VHS tape signed instead of, like, you know, yeah. a DVD cool. or a poster. I think it's cool to, to like, I have the scream. I have... I think the one with Drew Barrymore or something, and I got that signed by Nev Campbell, and that's cool to display. I think that's how did a good she feel not signing her own face? Um, she she was very sweet, so she she did not mind. <laughs> no, I I loved her too. She was cool. Yeah, she was. I was very happy that she was nice because I would have been devastated <laughs> if she wasn't. <laughs> I know. Yeah, well, that's it. We I'm all do worried. it. We always do it. Like she I've got the Friday the Thirteenth. That's it. I'm not gonna collect massive. A massive amount. I, I I've got these. They're like, show me your top five tapes. Like, I can't make a comment in there disparaging anything because some guy was trying to sell Nailgun Massacre for two hundred. I actually really don't care. I'm just like that. Just seems ridiculous to me. And I got called out on that and say and questioning it. And that was it. So the tape actually, I I put a stupid introduction on it that should even have had an introduction. So I just put the tape down. Said said Levi Etheridge, boom, and smashed it. Done, and, and that would have all been in. I threw, I I I libbed something at the beginning that really made no sense, and then I was getting called out on that. And then they're like, "You failed at even the purpose of the tape because the tape is a fake. Why even post this? You're a grown man." I'm like, "Yeah, it's all true. It's all fucking true. It, like, why are we podcasting? I'm a grown a man. man. Why am I podcasting? <laughs> why are you Why are you skating around in an ice rink? Why are you singing into a microphone at a rock band if you're fifty? It, it's just people do different shit. Age is just a number. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? It just Amen. drives me crazy. So the the goal the goal was exactly that. Like ah fuck you guys, and that's it. And again, right. trust me, I got it back tenfold. So it's fine. And, and you know, it. I'm probably that's... gonna make my own. 
I'm probably going to make, I have an idea, but my video is just comedy. I'm going to do something. I mean, his was comedy too, but mine's going to be with like, it's going to be spoofing like another horror movie. And like, I have this idea in my head and it's going to be done POV style. And I have like six or seven VHSs that I'm never going to watch because they got replaced by better ones. So they're just kind of sitting in my closet. So they're going to waste anyway. So I'm probably just going to sacrifice them in like one video just to do it. I mean, Carly, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what they are. And if you want them, I will gladly send them to you. If you, I don't care. Why not? Why would I not want to help you? That's fine. You know, of course, I'll show you what they're mostly Stephen King ones. So if you eat any of them, I think there's like a carry in there. There's like um, a fire starter, things like that. So I'll I'll tell you what the title is. I have both of those. On VHS. If you don't need any of them, then fine, then I'm going to smash him. But, of course, I'd rather give them to you than have them open. Don't you guys know in order to make comedy, you guys need to be funny? Yeah. Well, that, that's what I got. <laughs> that, yeah. that, I got yeah. like that. But just funny shot at me a hundred no, times. Well, that's it. The, it was made funniest... for our group, except for Carly and JP. But it was made for, for the core of our group. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the people that are kind of in on the joke on this side – uh, it's just a, yeah, I went in and it was just boom, boom. I was like Oliver Twisted. I was like, please, sir, may I have more? It was Dude, just your, like, your video, <laughs> your, the way you discover, the way you come in, like you, like you just discovered a camera that was recording <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then when you leave at the end, not only the way you walk off, but you look to your left. I'm like, well, what's he That's out of that? the video. That's that, that was the, that was just the, cause I literally hit record. I hit record and I'm like, oh shit, I'm not going on. I, I got to go on with a mask or something. A, I didn't know how the tape was going to smash. B, I didn't really want to be like, like without a mask. Let's put it that way. So then I put the wig on. Well, that backfired on me too. Oh, the wig I was got gold. annihilated for that. Anyway, well, who actually, gives a fuck? It's out right. there. It's done. Uh, yeah, and so be it. What do you expect, C? If somebody yeah, came into our I, world, did something making fun of like us, you know, start, they got guy that looked like us, patrons. and they said shit. <laughs> you know, they had our the, ra- they had the Ram shit. Man in front of an ISIS, uh, in front of I an said, ISIS uh, sheet, and started, you know, smashing him with a wrench. Yeah. We wouldn't be happy either. Yeah, it's three bucks lost a month. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> I'm kidding, Ram. You know I love you. The and and and. Uh, that, I said this argument earlier, and I said it in the chat. That's exactly it. Like, I get it. I, they're like, what were you expecting? You thought you were going to win us all over? I'm like, no. I never thought I was going to win any of you over. That's not it. And they're like, oh, this is a great way to market for your podcast. I'm like, it wasn't for that either. But it seemed to have worked in a backwards sort of way. We got a nice negative review now. It's all good. It'll all work out in the end. What are you going to do? Unless you want the tapes, Carly. They're not that great, though. Honestly, I'm not... Like I, w- I don't order tapes online. I'm not one of, like I'm not gonna buy Nailgun Massacre for two hundred dollars. I'm not stupid. Um, I just like the thrill of going to thrift stores and finding VHS like for horror movies because they're hard to find around here, especially. So I like the thrill of it. And I'm, I'm like Dave. I like the cover art on some of them, and I do watch them. But I watch them and then I put them on my shelf and that's pretty much it. Like I don't sit there and I'm like, oh, time to pull out my favorite VHS and because I don't have an I don't have like an old fashioned TV or anything, so I'm watching it on my HD TV and yeah. that obviously doesn't look good. So I'm not. The only time I ever ordered tapes was when JP and I were going to do this YouTube series that of course failed uh, for 12 days of Christmas and I had to order all the Silent Night Deadly Nights because they weren't on. Blu-ray or DVD what? at that time. A JP so. show that failed? What? Right, yeah, yeah. 
I think we made it. I think we I think we recorded seven of them. It was like twelve days of Christmas, and he waited to the last minute, and uh, he only uploaded five, and one of them was uploaded in February. So that whole idea, like, that that was just like a waste of my time. But yeah, I'm not um, a psychopath, and I think the people in those groups are definitely a little bit crazy. So and that, I stay that's away. it. Everything you said you is exactly me. I've got some. Yeah. I've watched them. Dave's like, you even watched them. Yeah. Yeah, I, well, yeah. Every time I get them, I watch them once. Then I put them on the shelf. And, and that that's the end of it. I don't. I would really not like to talk about this anymore because it's just going to make me go and film a video while we're recording. Maybe you should. <laughs> do it live. Like, just, <laughs> fuck it, it live. Do it live. <laughs> we'll do it. Mash it over your head. Now, were they, were they certain movies that like you picked out? This one was because of the nail gun massacre situation. There, it was nail gun massacre, but it was it was literally that what, what happened. I don't movie. have nail gun massacre because I'm I'm not crazy. So then I just made a piece of shit. Yeah, I, I made a bootleg. A fucking piece of shit. That's I why. made a bootleg of it. I love nail gun massacre. Oh, do you? Yeah, it's a fun movie. It was fun yeah. for like a one time watch. <laughs> yeah. I saw it in fucking 1986. So I mean, what can I tell you? I, I don't know, and I never want to watch it again. So to me, my memory was like, well, I don't need to see this You're movie okay again. With the smashing of that tape, Dave. <laughs> I'm okay with what he did because he did it. He did it for me. Yeah. Because I won't fight and I won't argue and I and I won't get into it. And he saw that this was going on. They were picking on me and I wasn't responding. So he decided. And I'm a grown man. I don't care if they're fucking picking on me. I don't care. He's like, now now that the heat's off me and Christian's hated, let me go back in there and post my video store. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, He goes in with the friendliest post last night, and people that are ragging on me are like, yeah, I like it. It's a good post. I'm like, yeah, but these people know who I am, too. They they saw me defending you, and they made fun of me saying that I was your only defender. So I, I have been in there on your behalf just saying, you know, nothing mean, just saying, well, there's two sides to the story, who knows, and you know what I mean? Like, what I said, like, Ted, I was gonna, I won't even say it, you don't want to talk about it anymore, I made a post yesterday, and I made a post today, and this is how, and this is how they responded, so it was like, I said something, I, I post, put up the picture, and this guy says, I gotta say, when you guys see another person digging in the VHS, VHS section, say hello, we're folks, and that's what I said, we're all collectors, we're all buddies, we're in the same thing, so I said, that's what I've been saying, then I said, who cares what we collect them for? And if we watch them or just display them, we're all collectors and respectable. <laughs> so now Jeremy comes in, Chapman, your buddy, and says, Dave Z, box art is not a format. The tape is the format. He tells me. <laughs> so, and then I tell him, like, VHS art is some of the coolest shit out there. No shit, right. That's what we love it for. And that's what, you know what I mean? So, and this and is what it's I go, original. It's not like it's like a reprinted copy on a Blu-ray disc. It's just circles. Christian, (laughs) I I want you to know that I would be in there in a second defending you if I thought any of those comments were out of line. I know. (laughs) I knew that. You knew that. Like, I'm just like, like, I'm like, Brandon, what the hell are you doing in that group? Because Brandon's been anti-VHS. I go, why did you join? Get out. He's like, I'm in that group. The guy's been in the group for three years. Yeah, I joined in 2000. You guys are in the group? You see everybody's in the group. It's crazy. No one's posted a thing. They're all just in this group. No, Brandon's so. hair looks like he's the one who snapped and just decided to randomly. I'm going to post a picture of my neck beard. <laughs> Smash me just yeah. I'm posting my neck beard. My neck beard. I just want to say that Marco came in, guns a blazing, Marco from Finland. Yes. And now it's, it's officially hashtag fuck that Finnish fuck. <laughs> He's just such a good guy. Now I love him. I love him to death. Uh, We're right? friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a fun story. 
Yeah, and that's it. You guys came around. He loves you. You love him. Yeah. He, he got in there, and man, it's great. So honestly, some good things came out of this. And see, check it. When you're in that group, the the movie Misfits, whatever the hell it's called, did you notice how many screen caps they have of other people and, and issues they've had with them? Yes. So obviously, yes. Yes, the, yes, this, yes. this group of people are, are just toxic people. They, they like to stir shit up. They're so mean. Like somebody posts something, like yep. they're new to the game. And they'll post a oh, picture I... of E.T. Or, or something else that isn't that really was, There was E.T. Hey. E.T., Babe, okay. those are the two most recent ones. Okay, and these people yeah. are being genuine. They put things, instead of saying, well, these things aren't aren't really worth money, or just even ignoring the chat, they want to get there and say, oh, <laughs> this and that. They want to be condescending to anybody that isn't 100% in the know like they are. That Those are the kind of people they are in that group. And it's just, Brandon's good. I mean, he come he on. Spells man. It. Yeah. <laughs> good. Like Levi's it? balls. <laughs> E.T. was actually my very first uh, VHS tape, so that's kind of crazy. Is it really? Yeah, my uncle got it for me for like my third birthday. I just oh. bought it off Dan Chase last week. <laughs> <laughs> you better go make sure it's still there. Cause... <laughs> well, I don't have it anymore. I know. Of course. I bought it off Dan Chase last week. No, I do mm. have it. It's just like in a box somewhere. Like I'm not. I have a few. No, it's not. That I kept, uh, and that's one of them because it's the first one that I ever had. I was one of those weirdos that would put um, scotch tape on, like just like a little corner, and I would number my movies. I, I, because I'd seen other people do it. I don't know why I did that at the time. Um, well, I used to have. I, I rent. I was my own personal blockbuster to my friends. So um, I had like a whole little log and I would rent out my films for 50 cents. <laughs> and so I had their name down and I would charge them late fees if they didn't give them back in time. So they'd get a 50 cent late fee on top of it. So I think I made a total of $3 doing that. But yeah. <laughs> Dave does that now, but they're all imaginary people at his video store. <laughs> see, what would your He's video like, store be called? Pardon me? What would your video store be called? Oh, it'd be called Video Factory, just because that's the store that I grew up in. And I actually have a sign from it over there. So it's it's just got to be Video Factory out of respect and nostalgia, you know? And Brandon, yours would be Romantics? Mine would be Video Zeds and my <laughs> friend Dave Z. <laughs> uh, Chris, uh, Smash Tapes? <laughs> no, I would... <laughs> I would no, I would go video, video, video because it's a big joke on our show. Of course, that, yeah. <laughs> Got you. It was it was actually the name of one of the the video stores growing up, one of the first. And Dave thought it was funny because we always seemed to just duplicate the word to make a store name: Pizza, Pizza, Video, Video, Video. <laughs> there we go, franchise made. Oshawa, yeah. Ottawa. <laughs> <laughs> but did you know that, Lacey? Did you know that there's a place in Canada, one's called Pizza Pizza, and the other place is called Video Video Video? Not anymore. <laughs> no, no, was just referencing like Little Caesars. Like, That's pizza. what I think of Pizza Pizza. No. Yeah, right. right. They actually stole that from, from, from Canada. But the, the store in Canada was first, and it was just called Pizza Pizza. So there I, would be I, nights that, that Christian would go to Pizza Pizza <laughs> to get the pizza, and then right after he'd go to Video 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 to get, I don't know, maybe three videos, maybe one. I don't know. <laughs> 
Yeah. Did you ever get two pizzas? Did you ever get two pizzas at Pizza Pizza and then go run three videos at Video Video Video? It was a what? possibility, Dave. I don't know. I, I can't remember, but yes, I most likely. Is there a chance you said to your mom, "Mom, can we rent a video from Video 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 that gets a pizza from Pizza Pizza"? Yeah. <laughs> There's a damn good chance. I would say that to my mom right now, actually. <laughs> oh, she'd think man. I'm crazy, but I'll, I'll say it. You think I'm crazy, what? crazy, crazy? Because <laughs> I want to go to Video Video Video. Oh man. <laughs> All video so, stores know, back then had stupid names. I had Video Plus, Video Is. Video Is. I, I don't even know what that is. I-S or I-Z? I-S. Oh, I would, I-Z would be better. Video Is. Maybe it was I-Z. <laughs> video Is. Yeah. Easy Video. Easy oh. Video. It's probably porno, right? I think all of them had porno. I love... Oh, no, man. I never I'm... had porno in any of my video shows. We had Video Factory and we had Movies Plus and they were just regular. The only time... I got into porno. Was they, there was a place down? It was called something books and news or something. Was the name of the place, and it was some place downtown in like Niagara Falls that you had to go there and rent porno. It was only there. But again, we're different age barriers. So I'm, I'm talking about through the '80s. I didn't rent any porno until like the '90s. You know, '90, '91. Yeah. I remember Christmas Day. I got a VCR in the morning. It was a present for Christmas for my parents, my very own VCR, Christmas Day. And guess where me and my friend went Christmas Day evening? <laughs> it was open. We went to the fucking porno store. I go, oh, we got to go. We went bought porno. <laughs> Did they have porno, porno, porno at Video Video Video? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, look, I... JP. JP decided to stop by. Uh, Carly, that's nice of you to give him a neck massage. Oh. <laughs> it's funny because no, I really give him neck massages. I used to work at a video store and... There were, you know, there's a porno section, like, it, you know, you go on the back or whatever, and it was always so, like, awkward and, like, creepy, because it was always, like, a certain type, and then you'd get, like, a random type that you didn't expect to, like, go in the back corner, and then come <laughs> back up with, like, the humpback of Notre Dame. Uh, <laughs> Indian people. Indian yeah. people. Uh, like, I hated it. I was, like, Indian I people, that's, they're these. notorious for that. I didn't want to touch these tapes, though. Or like the DVD. Yeah, how do you like? What do you do with them? You're like, <laughs> and like this is like with your elbows. COVID. Yeah. Like we didn't have like gloves or anything, so you have to scrub up. Yeah, it was. Put on it, the gloves. That is so See, that's gross. It's stuck in his hand. You're, it's stuck in your hand. You're like pulling it back and forth. Like, I just gotta check this guy out. I worked Poor in video me. stores for about six years, switching around between different video stores, and I found that Indian people always came into the video store. With their kids, little kids, holding like their daughter's hands, and they would always come up and say, "Do you have porno?" Always. Fuck. Always. Wow. So it happened twice. Sorry to stereotype the Indians. uh... (laughs) Native Native Indians are from from India. From India. Was it men and women? What the hell is going on here today? It wasn't women, right? Is someone asking what? Oh. Lacey was asking if it was men or women, right? Oh, men. Men. Yeah. Only men? I The only women Always. I know that have rent porn were the ones that were doing it with me. You know, they, they'd say, okay, let's go. <laughs> I, I was never in like a couple thing. thing. You're not enough yeah. of a man, Daisy. We need an aid. <laughs> <laughs> I've never like been in the back of a porn shop and like just a random woman walk in. And if they did, they were always with, you know. A boyfriend or whatever with another guy. I've never seen a a female just by herself 
you know, walking down the aisles in, in a porno shop. Unless it was a different store where they sold toys and things. Because in Vegas, they had these big, huge stores. They're called the Adult Superstore. And they sold everything. And they would, they, they would just have walls of toys for females. Walls of them and everything. And so it was like, and they also had movies. So it was a big, giant, almost like a, a where, warehouse. It was crazy. But so now that's hard. That's, that's a fun thing. Night. That's a fun date night. You know you got you know you got a crazy date. That's a fun date. <laughs> well, it's true. You know you got a crazy date when you're hanging out and the, you know you, you go to the, the video. You go to that store to fucking to get all that shit. Like, okay, well this girl's I've done it. Wild. See, so it was a crazy night probably, or, right. or maybe not. I don't Let's know. Some Back popcorn, in the day, yeah. Some popcorn, yeah. some peanut butter cups, that porno, and a pocket pussy. <laughs> all right, let's go. <laughs> this is gonna be a fun evening. Mine didn't involve a pocket pussy. <laughs> Brandon's kid. Yes. Oh, we know. <laughs> it still does. The, I make my I was own. Just saying, I, my friend would always go do it, and he'd come back and goes, "This one looks good." I'm like, "How does it look good? What difference did that box make over that one over there? Was it the, the title? Like the act? He didn't know the actress. He was just, this one looks oh. good." <laughs> <laughs> It's box art, baby, it. just like horror. Yeah. Just like horror VHS. You rent it because of the box art. Same thing with the porn. <laughs> Did it's you deal. say he sniffed it? Yeah. <laughs> Salty, just like oh. the last one. Yeah. Salty. Oh. Is anyone else upset about Pornhub deleting all those videos? Like, I feel like I'm the only one who that... devastated. It, okay. I, I don't even use Pornhub delete. anymore. I switched to what? X videos. They deleted everything because they had so many issues with underage porn yeah. with rape videos they deleted their whole database and like started from scratch you have to be super verified now is it a good thing you guys seem to be disappointed by this yeah i, I can't get off well, anymore not, not the rape stuff but like it just they had to delete everything like, they yeah, just, okay. like weeded out i didn't even yeah. know this story me neither. I don't know what they're even talking about so porn oh, I, I doesn't know. exist anymore oh, no, oh, they, they exist they exist you just have when to when did this happen like a month or two yeah. ago? Yeah, within the last I don't couple. know when it happened. I just know I logged. No, I, I don't have a login. I, mean, I, I, logged on, I went on there one Nice. <laughs> I logged in. <laughs> All my earned badges were gone. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I went on there. I swear. No, I don't do. <laughs> I don't it's comment. Okay. Carly, that was awesome. No, we do what you meant. No, I don't we do have to log on. Don't say it's okay. I don't have one. I believe I you. I, I do believe you when it comes I to Carly. You too. I'm just, I believe you too. Our password is JPJP. No, I'm just kind of baffled that Carly like even goes on to Pornhub. Like that's not something that's ever like crossed my mind when thinking of her. Have I, you right seen? Now. Have you seen who she dates? <laughs> is it official? Oh, they're married. It's, I'm sure, it's official. Well, I know like they shared a steak on Valentine's Day, but yeah, like I'm not yeah. even pregnant right now. But um, yeah, no, it's not official. JP don't, don't cook steak for nobody, so it's official. Leave her well, alone. Yeah. yeah, leave me alone. I know you got a good reason. Live her alone. That, I Live know her alone. There's a good reason. What's the reason? I know it's going to be good. You wanted to see the the, the porn uh, the parody of uh, of Nightmare on Elm Street on or the something? Pornhub. Yeah. Um. No, I wanted to watch porn. Um. And <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> my favorite videos were gone. <laughs> And I was like, favorite. Everything is, uh, everything is like really verified. Uh, like I noticed little check marks, and I was like, what is going on? And then I went on Google, and um, you know, I went out of incognito and went on Google on my phone, and then it was like, uh, Her so phone. they had to delete everything because people were getting raped and stuff on there. So it yeah, was, that's uh, not 
That's not cool. really hard. I, I understand hard. if you when you get to the drop down menu and you're like, I'm trying to like come guzzlers. It's not there anymore. That's right. upsetting to me. That that is upsetting yeah, to me. Then I just went to bed. I, like, I offense, was like, yeah. what do I? Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go to X videos. X videos and start all over. Build up I your did. library. I yeah. Oh yeah, well, I've been X videos for years. Is so important, you guys. Pardon me. What's important? My physical media is so important. Pornhub no could go down at any time. Yeah, start, right. should start a video store. <laughs> it's so much money though for to, to buy like a porn when you're just going to use a 10 minute scene now and again. That's ten, the ten, tough. 10 minutes. <laughs> 10 <laughs> seconds maybe. I never I never turn on the 10 minute videos. It has to have like at least 17 minutes. Yes, mine's 10 to 20 cuz like, you have the thing yeah. on there. It's mine's, true. Mine's I, definitely I 20 to 30, but I skipped that. the first 10 minutes and I'm done before the flash of 15. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, like, all right, so me and Dan will occasionally watch porn together and he's like, fast forward, baby, fast forward. Like every yeah. time, like, I was like, come on, I got to get like worked up and like something. He's like, no. And so like we have to like get into like the meat of it to like where it's like hardcore. I'm like, well, this isn't fun. Like I'm not aroused. Like it just went in straight to that. And so please, like, if that's the meat of it again. <laughs> I'm stuck on that too. <laughs> wow! No, how we did have, we get here? We have we have the Pornhub app downloaded onto our TV. That's a true story. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> the kind of it's porn like I Disney like to Plus. watch. <laughs> <laughs> I I have and I will watch porn with my wife, but the but that's more for that the experience of doing with her and, and you know it's just it's fun to do but the kind of porn that i really want to watch i can't watch with my wife i don't no, want her no. thinking a certain way about me Baby you know what center? i mean no it's not that at all i'm just, it's just <laughs> the girl's got her best well, we hair's got to be wrong and she's got to be right? screaming for help <laughs> oh, oh. I, didn't, I didn't consent to this no oh. it's nothing honestly it's Horrible. nothing like that there's no role play there's no abuse there's nothing sick about it it's just it's more, it's it's more down and dirty. It's it's Ste- you know, stepdad, it's just, like R. Kelly videos. <laughs> no, I think he means like sticking his head up in there, right? It's, okay, uh, okay, hold up. It's fucking anal. It's got to be anal. That's well, all I'm doing. Dirty. No I had interest. to come. No interest. That's what I'm trying to say. I can't watch that with my wife. Uh, it's just not the same thing. I need yeah. to see someone do the the most depraved fucking things that, that they that they can do. It it turns me on knowing that they're that dirty. Now I podcast with two people that like anal. You and Vince. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want my wife to be that type of person. You know what I'm saying? Or I Honestly, I, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care if she was into it, but I just, I couldn't just present that. Well, look at this. I'm just going to uh, fast forward. Okay, let's, watch, let's watch this girl getting shish kebab with these two guys and this and that and treated this way and, you know. We it sounds degrading. About, it's not. We can't They're talk about it. Annabelle now because you never go ass to Annabelle. <laughs> wow. Anyway, enough of this topic. Holy cow. Let's oh, talk about <laughs> Yeah, I did not expect for us to talk about, you know, what yeah. can make our heads explode like down there. Well, this is what women in horror month represent. <laughs> Carly, I just have yes, one last what is your... What's your login? <laughs> <laughs> There's no login. It was a slip I'm up. teasing, I'm teasing, I'm teasing. Are these videos on your Plex? <laughs> I don't understand Plex. I don't oh, have Plex because I don't understand Brandon. it either. I don't have it. I don't want it. I don't understand it. I keep looking up like how to use it. They're like, oh, you gotta, you gotta share all your information. I don't want anyone to see my search history. Like two people have shared their Plex with me, and I'm like, thanks, but then I don't. I, 
I don't understand how to do watch the what they I don't know. I feel yeah. stupid. It's real but... easy. It's one of two things. Now hold on. Depends on what kind of TV you have. Either A, you have the app on your phone, you can Chromecast it to your TV if you have those capabilities. Or B, like on my TV, there is a Plex app. So I went looking for it. Now it's the easiest pie. Now that I got the Plex app, I log in, boom, and it's like any it's like using Netflix. And I type it in and whoever's sharing whatever with me comes up. It's great. You can get subtitles for just about everything on there. It's awesome. It's a you lot know? of smashing VHS have... videos. <laughs> you got to weed through. It's a whole subculture. <laughs> but I don't know how to share on it. And I don't know, and that's the only problem. And the people that I have asked always tell me, oh, don't worry about it. So I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I'd like to contribute. <laughs> but since, honestly, what do I have? I have nothing. I yeah, have that's me too. Yeah. Things, right? Yeah, I feel like an asshole because I can't. I'm like, I don't want to be stealing everyone else's stuff, but I don't. True, right. Like, I don't do that either. Do you have a Chromecast or no? I do, actually. I haven't. Well, I have an Xbox, too. I don't know if the app would be on there. I didn't even. Because I think I was using my laptop to try to figure it out, and I didn't. Like, what I'm, kind of TV? Just a Vizio, like, 40-inch HD TV. So. Okay, well, it's it's worth looking. You might you might want to see if the app's on there. It's possible. Yeah, you know, probably is. I have, yeah, I haven't checked, but, and like I said, I do have the Chromecast. I stop, I kind of don't use it anymore because I have the Xbox, but that has everything on it. But yeah, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, Chromecast is what it's about. So, so very good. Well, I was going to talk about the brand new show, but I guess, I guess I'll talk about, uh, you know, because the show with Lacey and Carly and the other ladies, which yeah. is, is historical. It's a historical thing. But uh, I'm going to have to wait till Lacey rejoins us. But in the meantime, I'm going to try to talk about uh, Carly's shows because we have. Uh, yeah, they're tough to talk about. I'm gonna... His and hers. <laughs> <laughs> His and hers horror podcast, right? Or yes. Or podcast, HHMP with JP. <laughs> then we have. The uh, MVM movie versus movie with Andrew Schroyer. Mm-hmm. No, Austin. Austin Schroyer. I agree. Like, no, I got you. <laughs> um, okay, hold on. Is there another one that I'm forgetting about? I am going to say. <sighs> I'm going to say no. I think the other one that I was thinking doesn't do shows anymore. Am I correct or no? You are correct. Yeah, I pretty much just do those two shows, and now the one with yes. uh, the girls here. Um, okay, but. Yeah, his and hers. Uh, we do that weekly. I, I'm shocked that JP and I have kept up with that one because Netflix and chill, obviously. Now JP claims we're gonna have a Shutter and Chill, and <laughs> he keeps saying that, and he keeps he keeps referring to the Shutter and Chill, but we've yet to like make that happen. And I don't I don't know if we're gonna have time to actually ever do that. But for me, I mean, I'm content with his and hers. That's where we just review new movies that come out. And uh, we kind of be ourselves on there and have our own inside jokes and stuff back and forth. So um, it's been a fun show doing that. We're already up to episode 55, which is crazy wow, to think man. about. Yeah. I know. Well, I think I can speak for all of us. That just a mere mention of it makes us all shudder. <laughs> 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 I stumbled over that horribly. Anyway, 50. That's fucking crazy. I didn't even realize it got up that high. Everybody's at like 50. If, Podcasts now, it seems. Episodes. Every episode I've seen. Cinema Attack is up there now. Holy shit. Yeah. Sorry, Carly, but I didn't mean to derail you. No, but like, I mean, yeah, we started just last year and we we managed to go weekly. I think we missed like one or two weeks. And it's easy because we're doing new movies. So we're not like scrambling to find content to really talk about. So 
that's fun. Movie versus movie. Um, Austin and I are kind of lazy sometimes, and we're like, yeah, we'll record, and then we don't. But, like, uh, that one's more, like, laid back, where it's just, like, if we are if we have too much going on that month, we just kind of skip an episode, but then we get back into it. I don't even know what episode we're on on that at this point. Probably, like, in the 20s. I was going to say 20 some would have been my guess. Yeah, yeah, so. But, yeah, that's all I'm doing. And then Lacey and I, of course, have started our uh, podcast that turned out to be a major hit which is crazy. Um, well, of course, it's historical. And that's what I, I was going to say. Let, Lacey, uh, let me, your other shows before the new one, obviously <clears throat> cut to the chase because she basically swooped on in there and took the show that was just recording now and again and really turned it on its feet and started cranking out more material and, and different stuff. And it's been it's been really good. The two of them have been working really hard there at cut to the chase. And then... We have now. I know recently you did you did a, a um a solo project that's connected to Cut to the Chase. Uh, what's that? Skip to the Lou. Yep, Skip to the Lou. Like I think we joked about it the last time I was in on Exploding Heads. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna create my yeah. own side and call it Skip to the Lou. Fuck the and Chase. <laughs> and yep. you guys have the perfect names for that to work out. <laughs> like you're very lucky with that, right? Yeah. No. Uh, I've recorded. I, I recorded a whole fucking episode. I did single white female versus the roommate. And I also talked about whatever happened to baby Jane and uh, respire and death becomes her. I upgraded my audio and I can't access the old like audacity program anymore because I upgraded it. So like the file apparently just doesn't exist. So like in Uh. between me, like going back to editing that, like it wasn't, it's not there anymore, but that's fine. We'll just move on to the next and, you know, um, so that's why there's been a delay with, but I am going to be doing that more frequently because Dan works nights now and I need to occupy my time. So nice. nice. Christian, how about a skip to the Luciani? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. That is a good That'll one. be uh, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> then you have the other one. There's still another show that you do and that, uh, it doesn't, it comes out not, not as often. But it's there here with uh, with Derek B. Yes, that one re- uh, requires quite a lot of um, you know prep involved, and typically we're only available to do it like on a random Thursday or a random Saturday, and it just all has to fall into place. But yeah, it's there because they're here, you know. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> but uh, listen, but it all comes down to this. I gotta give props because now I listen to every horror podcast there is or at least try to sample as many as possible so i'm well aware of how many what's going on in the horror podcast realm i can tell you this and i really do believe this i don't know maybe probably there have been podcasts that had three female hosts on them probably okay but i venture to say that the new podcast the slumber party massacre is absolutely the only podcast that has four female hosts. So I have got to give you guys props. You got it going. And I really enjoyed it. And you know I'm a big fan of the three-act uh, thing because that's what we do on Wadzi, and that was my idea to do it. And I'm more about discussion than movie reviews, as I always say. So mm-hmm. I really, I'm really excited to hear more of this stuff. And, um, of course, episode one was a, was a big success. Uh, there's been lots of feedback on there. I haven't said anything on the page because I figured I would do it right here, you know, in person. But... Uh, I don't know who's editing it, but whatever. Job well done, and it's 
It's a lot of fun to listen to. And yeah, it's like, whoever's editing it, he's doing, a, he's doing a great job. What do you mean? <laughs> I just uh, that was my question. Who's the who's the man behind the, behind the mask? <laughs> well, the machine that's behind it is me. <laughs> See, I I thought it would be you. I didn't think it would be Dan. So because he's busy, Dan doesn't have time for this shit. And you know, since he moved to nights, I've actually been editing Cut to the Chase as well. So you know, you kind of just I and I didn't know how to edit up until we started doing the Christmas shows, you know, I was like, I, I don't, I don't know if I'm doing this right or not. Like we haven't had any feedback or anything. So, um, just in case I'm not doing it right. And everybody said I did a good job. So I was yeah. proud of myself and that's what kind of also inspired, you know, to finally get this podcast off the ground. I was like, well, fuck, I can do it. Once I figured out how to edit it, it's really kind of what pushed the slumber party massacre forward. And I was just like, okay, well, it's time to, you know, get my vision going. And I was actually talking about this last night with uh, Watson, uh, Moods, and Dan. And I was saying, you know, I kind of feel like Alice from uh, Dream Master um, from Nightmare on Elm Street. I feel like I've been podcasting with so many great podcasters that I feel like I'm just absorbing all of their powers. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Sorry. No, seriously, though. I mean, like everybody, I, I thank everybody in a sense, because it really helped formulate how I wanted to format the show, the three act podcast. Like I knew I wanted to do like a slumber party thing, but I didn't know how to go about it until the Watsy party. You know, that was an inspiration there. Um, you know, Moods has amazing intros. Yeah. And Dan is just um, he would always like hit me with a pillow and go pillow fight. So like, mm. I mean, it all, it all just like everybody that I've listened to, I feel like I put together a show that um, and, you know, the four, uh, the three females that I have are, you know, such forces in the community as well. And there's nothing else out there like it. So I just want to thank to every podcaster that's podcasted with me, um, you know, because I feel like. When when we win, we all win, you know. And I love the support that we've gotten, and it's a it's been it's been incredible. I I thought people might dig it. I just didn't know that they would dig it this much. Yeah, me cool. neither. I was shocked. We just make like just making the group page. What group? People make groups and invite all these people, and then it's like crickets chirping, and then no one posts anything, and everyone was like swarming in. I was like, holy crap, we didn't even post an episode, and then you know the episode posted, and that all had good feedback. And, um, you know, Lacey, you had said, like, I think this is going to be huge. And I was like, yeah, I think one day it could be. I didn't expect, like, right away for all these people to be all over it. And that's awesome. And, I mean, I had such a fun time recording that first episode. So I'm excited to get more out. And I love your ideas. Like, you have all these ideas with the whole, um, what was that, would you rather thing on the show (laughs) and stuff like that. It just makes the show more fun. And I'm like Dave. I like discussions more than the actual review, like, I can't remember what anyone says about a movie, but I remember, like, the discussions, like, the fun little things we do, and Lacey has all these good ideas, so I think that our show is going to continue to, you know, grow, and our chemistry is all good, too, you know? Yeah. Like, I was worried about that a little bit, but I, I think we all get along. I, I always, I'm shy and, like, quiet, I'm like, this, is, this might be awkward, because we've never all podcasted together, but... I think we all came together really well, and it was it was a fun time. So uh, I'm so happy that we finally got this off because it's been like over a year yes. that we've been talking about it. No, right. we, we did a no. promo. We did yeah. like this really awkward promo that a like porno. Didn't 
Porno, yes. Uh, it, <laughs> yes. It's been since the it's, it's, one it's saved on Carly's account. <laughs> <laughs> Is that um, what been taken down? <laughs> Sorry. No, Dan, yeah, I wasn't verified, so it's gone. I was like, you know what? Like, I tried to do this. You know what? I was like, let's 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 cut a promo. And Dan was like, here, you need to get something out. And like, he just gave me this like random script that he wrote. Um, Dan smokes a lot of pot, so that's kind of. <laughs> And this was like the roughest thing I've ever recorded. And I was like, I'm not putting that out. Yeah, I felt really <laughs> awkward about it. I feel like no, none of the takes went that well. It was very forced. It was like stumbling well, yeah. over lines. and It was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I might just like put it together one of these days, like if we get like a Patreon, because I'm sure this is going to be like the, the talked about Lost promo, because I do have the audio for it still. So... <laughs> Maybe if we ever do like a Patreon, I might use that as like a perk. <laughs> it's so fucking bad. Carly's like, uh, I just threw up in my hair or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it was very unnatural. Like it was just like. When did you guys record this? It was like a year ago. Oh yeah. wow, it was that long. That's hilarious. And I'm kidding, wow. Dan. I'm kidding about the porno. Please, just joking. <laughs> Well, listen, the fact that it's going to be monthly, the fact that it's going to be a monthly show is a great idea because with the ideas that you guys are talking about, you can take your time, you can do it right. There's no rush to meet a deadline or anything like that. I think it's honestly the chemistry is going to improve. It's already great, but what I'm saying is all that stuff improves with time. So the chemistry will get better. The shows will be better. It'll just keep going. It'll just keep going in a positive direction. And let me offer you a little bit of advice and this is just my opinion okay Uh i'm gonna Uh say this if you put together a promo what you should do is wait you know till you got four or five six shows or something like that and then take snippets of great moments i love those type of promos Mm -hmm. where you just take moments from the show and say oh yeah at the slumber party massacre podcast we always say that and then then do something that's this and it's a comments of you guys too and somebody laughs about something i think those are, are the perfect representation of what a podcast is. We haven't done one like that, but I can't edit or produce, so that's why it hasn't been done, and I'm not going to refuse. Do that. Right, and I wouldn't anyway. I wouldn't and even he, can, he can't edit or produce either. <laughs> what I do ideally is kind of do like an imitation trailer from the Slumber Party Massacre, like the movie. Brilliant. Um, yeah. Because in the trailer, he's like, I can't remember the names of the characters at the time. He's like, but Mindy won't be there. Neither will be, you know, and then like it cuts into like them doing like a line of dialogue. So I'm just really excited for where it's going. Yeah, me too. No, it's it's great. Like I said, I don't think there's any other show ever that's been, that's had four female hosts. So, I mean, that's, that's big. And how cool that it just happened to debut in Women in Horror Month on top of it when you've been talking about it for a year. I mean, it's like, wow, <laughs> boom, right there, and, you know? And full disclosure, we're producing a show with five female hosts. It's coming out next week. <laughs> it's called Sorority House yeah, Massacre Podcast. <laughs> we'll get our daughters in. <laughs> Sponsored by VHS Misfits. Yeah. <laughs> Levi's an executive producer. <laughs> we can get our daughters, see? We can get our daughters. We can get Frank. Yeah, we got yeah, a couple more yeah. friends that aren't doing a show. The we world's could do five. first five female <laughs> podcasts. Sorority House Massacre. You're a dick. <laughs> You're a mean one. Just completely <laughs> overshadows us. Huge. <laughs> Once again. Oh, man. I'm kidding. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> 
It's great, though. It's great to see. And one more thing. If you ever put it on YouTube, I don't know if there's any plan to it, but if you ever market it or it goes to someplace besides, you know, just where our circle is, you're going to want to be very careful about using any Slumber Party Massacre music or anything yeah, at all yeah. like that. that, that it would have to be completely stripped. Oh, yeah, someone tried that, to copyright yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> We're being horrible. Well, I'm, no, I'm a little afraid of YouTube. And, you know, I have thick skin and whatnot, but all right. So I guessed it on uh, 22 shots and, you know, that was kind of, I, I haven't had that kind of negative feedback on anything that I've done. I mean, everybody's always been like really supportive. So it was kind of like a, a rude awakening. I, I, I I think that's the only way that oh. I can describe it. I was just like, what? Nope. Not everybody likes me. You know? Yeah, that's how I... 22 shots, anytime man. I'm on yeah. an episode, I always, like, stalk the YouTube page saying, like, please don't say something bad about me. Don't Because, like, there have been things said, like... But that's... I mean, Moods has a big channel, so a lot of people do listen. I mean, we put his and hers on YouTube, and we get, like, our channel's just not that big. We have only, only have, like, 88 subscribers, but, like, on... Yeah, 22 shots, a big show like that on YouTube. It does freak me out, too, because there are assholes. But then there are nice comments sometimes. I'm like, yay. But it does, it'll, like, it'll ruin your on. whole day. So much hate for a guest that I have gotten. And that's just, Aww. I was just like, well, fuck. No, that, it, no, trust me. The one Don't negative will outweigh 100 positive. And that's yeah. just human psychology. And it sucks. It sucks. But, is this human psychology? <laughs> Who are you, Watson? Yes. It was really cool because, you know, some people that obviously seen the channel um, messages, they actually went and posted in, you know, 22 shots. So, like, I don't I don't get why they're hating on Lacey because obviously yeah. nice. I, I've been posting in 22 shots. That's part of how Dan and I met was 22 shots. So, you know, they're su very supportive there and nobody talks shit there. But then, like, you go to uh, YouTube and two guys are like, fuck her. Her voice is cringe. And, yeah, you know, I get it. Like, I, oh. I'm... Annoyed I by the took it down. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Lacey, I, I you gotta work. I, I, yeah. uh, the guy said I should be seen and not heard. Holy Which fuck! Everyone, yeah. YouTube is yeah, fucking happens. toxic. I, yeah. I couldn't. I so couldn't. That's why, it is. That's why I think it's not like I just don't. It's not that I don't have thick skin. It just I would don't want to subject myself to. I don't, yeah, I don't want to lose me, and I feel like YouTube would lose me. Yeah. You're preaching mm -hmm. to the Don't worry about it. You know what you should do? Post the episode of VHS Met Misfits and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll go smash some videotape. And say, hey, this is your head. Now. I'll suggest that's <laughs> not the promo you should run. <laughs> no, and I'll, I'll, I'll be smashing Sorority House Massacre. This is, a, this is one of the net. We have, we have so many positives. For real, we have so many positives by putting the shows out and, and having friendships and listening to each other's shows and the times we have when we're on them. And, and we usually tend to get a lot more good feedback than negative. We get so much good out of it that, of course, there is going to be some bad stuff. And everybody, every fucking buddy in the world, every entertainer, you name them. Johnny Depp, fucking Leo DiCaprio, the, the best of the best, whoever you think, every one of them, if they wanted to, could go on Twitter and fucking fight with people on Twitter that say negative shit about them. But you know what? It's the professionals true. don't. They look at that <laughs> shit, they take it in stride, 
And do never, don't ever let it get to you. It's like how I am with the VHS people. I don't care what they said to me. I let it all fucking slide. And again, this is something that I've only learned finally after fucking years of interacting with people online. It's finally sunk in. You know, what the fuck are you doing? Be be an adult and be professional in some sort of way. You don't need to respond. You know who responds to bullshit? And I hate to say it, but you see like 20-something-year-old athletes, NFL players, NBA players, and I can't, granted, they're in their 20s, but still, and when I was in my 20s, forget about it. If I had fame and money, who knows? I probably wouldn't would have died. But, I mean, I see people firing back at people that criticize them on Twitter all the time. And these guys are millionaires that have everything, and they're they're that insecure and granted, a lot of people are insecure, but it's how much you show it that matters. If you keep that stuff to yourself, and that's something about social media, is that it's fashionable to share your innermost thoughts. And I'm not ragging on anybody that does it. You do you. But I'm just saying when you do that, you okay, put yourself. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are going to come out and support you, but there's always going to be other people who are Absolutely. not. You, you just can't give them the time. Of Kill day. with kindness. No who you are, you're going to get insulted. I don't care who you are. So, Lacey, if they said shit about you, fuck them. They say shit about everybody. That, that's don't, I, come, don't go guns a-blazing. Don't have Dan go guns a-blazing because I know that that's what I would do <laughs> if my wife was podcasting or whatever, too. And getting no, that, I, I, I know not. I'd be. You just, you, just go, you just say, thank you for listening. The best thing Thank you to for do, your support. No, and the I, best piece of advice I've ever gotten, take all that rage, bury it deep down inside, and then take it out on your loved ones. <laughs> that's... <laughs> You just want me to like go misery on Dan Chase. No. <laughs> See, this Zor- is our problem. <laughs> what we're doing right now is our outlet. That's what my wife always says she about me. She goes, he needs an outlet. And and, and podcasting is it. She means stick what... your fingers into one. <laughs> See, I feel stupid for like even like acknowledging it or like letting it like sit within me. But I feel like if I don't like it would just fester and right. um like I see it's human I, nature. Dan actually nature. did a good job and didn't respond. Uh, he did respond, however, to a guy on the Slumber Party Massacre page <laughs> of his own volition. And I'm sorry, Dan, Dan Chase has grown so much in, you know, a short amount of time. Like he, you know, you know, Danny pops off at the mouth. He did not need to come to my defense in this specific instance, but uh, he knows how hard I did work on that. And it was... it. I think the co- the comment was on the summer party about about the score of the music, and it I like I knew it when I did it, so it's still listenable. As I, in my opinion, <laughs> there's a there's a twenty dB rule, but I even find that that difference if you if you have the music twenty dB, it still overpowers the vocals sometimes quite a bit. So then I'd even lower to twenty five, sometimes even thirty, depending on the music and how intense it is. But Brandon, shut up. We're talking shop now. <laughs> Go comb your hair for the next 15 minutes. It's hard to do. And as a listener, I've said it many times to many podcasts, people that are starting off. I even said it to C in the beginning. I said, Christian, please don't worry about playing music underneath. I go, if you decide later on, I go, because I listen to so many podcasts that play music underneath. And 90% of them have the, two mu- have the music too loud or too low. And what's even worse than that is when they go to commercials. Sometimes they have fucking bumpers in between. Everything's at one fucking vine. Then all of a sudden, and then we're going to go to commercial. Hey, go to know. We're a new podcast here. What the fuck? Are you going to lower it? Yeah. And I'm not like, knocking anybody because I couldn't do it. But, yeah. yeah. You know. That's something that I will get better at and I will figure it out. But the thing is, this guy 
he he laid it out properly. Uh, you know, he gave us um, you know compliments first, and then he said, "Hey, the music is a little bit loud. I would recommend um, excising that in the future because I was really excited to hear you guys talk about Summer Party Massacre, and that's the only reason I watched the movie." So he was like disappointed, and you know, I I don't know these people; they don't know me, so I don't know the person's tone. And that's lovely oh. hair. He looks hey, like Don I, King. I know the guy. He's a really <laughs> nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, Thomas is a good guy. He he meant no ill will. In fact, he apologized about it later he on. And, but no, when I came in, I was like, "Hey, thank you for the feedback. Yeah. I appreciate it all." Um, but Dan took that as like, "Hey, uh, <laughs> like you you cannot." Oh, he got mad at that. Yeah, Dan came in. He's like, hey. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. See, to me, that seems like a little bit bit of constructive criticism. But I didn't know that that, that's what Dan came in. And I'm sorry. I I just thought that I was going to say that guy could have been the opposite. He could have been a YouTube guy and said, oh, great fucking great job at doing so-and-so with like a roll eyes. I think he thought that, you know, I worked really hard on that. And it was a conversation that we had. And he was like. You know, I, I get constructive criticism. However, that's not something that you need to call out on the page. And, it, you know, if he wants to do that, message you privately. You don't need to publicize and make it like a shattered glass effect to where somebody didn't hear it before, but now they go back and listen. They're, now that's all they're going to hear. And then he was like, the guy's name was Thomas, and he's, like, posting, like, Thomas the Train. <laughs> like Thomas, Thomas is a good guy. He's a good podcaster. What does he podcast on? I, I, I don't know his podcast. I don't know the name of it, but uh, but you know he's a good podcaster. What do you do? Send you like unedited? <laughs> yeah, how do you know? No, I've hung out with him. Hey, Brandon, it's Thomas. He's oh. good friends with Heather. He's a good. Po- he's a good guy. He meant no ill will by it. And sometimes it takes someone like that to show you something, because a lot of times somebody will put something out, and people that you're close to, even if they might make the same observation. They don't want to be the person to even reach out to you privately and say something because then all of a sudden you have hundreds of friends online. How come only this guy decided to mention? Why does he have a problem with something I did on the show? Then all of a sudden in your heart you're trying to help, but you right. but if you looked at it another way saying, hey, this fuck him. What an asshole. Even though that's why my wife has taught me to stay out of people's businesses and to just fucking to keep your mouth shut even when you think you're doing the right thing because that's got me in trouble many times where in my heart – my what I, what I think I'm doing is trying to help somebody, but she says a lot of times it backfires and it, it you can't help it. I know like you're lucky trying the cat. To help. <laughs> Poor kid. Poor kid. I love that story though. Lucky He's the awesome. cat. Everybody He's such a baby. Man. The story of a young boy who lost his beloved cat. <laughs> it's a great story. We only that got three cat. tires that were missing a cat. <laughs> that cat loves me and my wife. And I, I, listen, I have four cats in this house. There is no other cat that acts like him. He comes up to me in the morning, every morning. Like yesterday, I'm trying to go to work. I he, he, he cries enough. I have to pick him up and hold him for two minutes before I can set him down and then get his food and then go. And I've never seen a cat that wants human companionship as much as this guy. He follows. I mean, that's what you expect dogs to do. He has that type of personality. He needs his, his daddy and his mommy all the fucking time. He's such a loving fucking animal. I I, I love that little guy. He's such a sweetheart. Kid he really did a good job. Kid did a good and if you job. haven't checked it out, check out his Instagram because that's fun. Like there's like a whole story 
Thank you. Yeah, I try to push that. Nobody cares. I see. I, I subscribe to these things on Instagram. It's called Black Cats of Instagram and this and that and you, you hashtag. Yeah, I, say I, that. I, I do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Just a bunch of pimps. They will not pick his story up at all. They won't show any of his pictures. I see. And granted, there's a lot of great pictures of cats, but I mean, they don't give that us any. Now, all we need is one of them to throw us a bone, one of their agents, and say post it, and maybe you know the the page could blow up a little because my wife's really into doing it. You know, and it's cool. Oh, is it but... your wife that runs the page, or is it you? Yeah, no, she does it all. Her full time job now. I see. I thought it was you. <laughs> no, I promote it. I promote it on my Facebook sometimes. Most of the pictures I take, and then my I favorite, send it to My favorite black cat. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Lacey. Lacey's like, what am I doing here? Isn't that William Cat? What? That's Cat Williams. That's William Cat. No, I'm aware. So William Cat is from House. Cat Williams. It's a 22 shot joke. Oh, yeah, that's right. was calling him fucking William Cat. He was calling him Cat Williams one time on the show. <laughs> no, is that his name, Cat? Yeah, Cat Williams. Yep. Yeah. Oh, the guy from the House is that William Cat? He's William Cat, and that guy's name is Cat Williams. Did you guys know that my last name is actually Kelly? Not... Who? It's not what? Hold on, history here. Wait. It's not Lacey Lou. Breaking news. What is it? it? It's Williams. Whoa! No shit! Wow! <laughs> on our show. Wow. I'm re- I'm related to Williams. Has that ever been announced before? No, uh, not not on a podcast. No. Did you know my first name is actually Cat? <laughs> Are you my long lost brother from another mother? My my first name is actually William. I'm coming clean. Really? No, what? I. No, oh, no. <laughs> I wish it was Bill Zendano. Uh, it doesn't sound right to me. Right, Bill. Although Dave doesn't sound fucking right either. I hate is it David or is it Dave? No, it's David. But you know. Yeah. Oh, see, we learned something new today. Uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> I didn't know Dave was short for David. <laughs> we do learn something new every day. Oh. Now, do you all have middle names? That's what I'm curious about. Oh, yes. yes and yeah. mine is a doozy. Yeah, what is, what is it? Melzone. What? Yeah, everybody says what? Spell that. Like, Melzone. M A L Z O N E. That's because that's what your parents used to get at Pizza, Pizza, Pizza. I was going to say, that makes me zone. hungry. Yeah. <laughs> that Calzone, you fucking prick. Melzone. Christian Melzone. I love Lucy it. Annie. If I were you, when oh I formed God, like I the longest name. My poor awesome. name, is, my poor name is Tux Melzone. I would drop the Christian, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I would too. I might have to soon. My Facebook might change to Melzone. <laughs> hey, next show. Next show. I'm here with Brandon and Melzone. <laughs> Brandon, what's your middle name? Farrell. Barrel? Farrell. Like Colin oh, Farrell. Farrell. F-A-R-R-E-L-L. Right. Okay. Brandon Farrell. Like, farewell. That's how we like to think of it. <laughs> Named after my aunt. My aunt Farrell. <laughs> Your aunt's name is Farrell? No, her name was Frenchie. I never met her. She died a long time ago. Frenchie. But they used the F. Wow. We, what? We, what? Is it? In, in the Jewish religion, you name okay. after the dead. So they used the F to name to honor her. Why not her. Jesus then? Uh, so why did they name uh, Franklin or, or, or Francis? Actually, if I was a girl, I would have been Francine. Oh. So, I, so the, uh, I'm, I might... Be Francine. You could be so, Francine. Yes. Fully transition. You're going Francine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice. Dave, did Damn. you see yours? 
Mine is Nicholas. David Nicholas. Yep. Nicholas, Nicholas, Nicholas. <laughs> my father's name is Nicholas. Yeah, we got uh, a yes. bunch of Nicks in my family. I have a, an older brother who's Nick. Yeah, but they, I, I got stuck with the fucking generic name, David. Nicholas, but at least he gave me Nicholas. Into the head rolling scene. Isn't that the name she yells out in uh, the drama? What are your middle names? Yeah, we, we showed ours. You got to show yeah. yours. Allison. <laughs> oh, yeah. I Just my that. Yeah, I made it my Facebook name on my yes. horror Facebook, so it's no big yeah. secret. Well, that's where Lou stems from is my middle name, uh, Lacey Louise. Yep. Ah, oh, that makes total sense now. Uh, I would have gone with Lou Ferrigno. What do you mean? <laughs> my grandmother was named Anna Louise. <laughs> my grandmother was named Lou Ferrigno. No, I was going through a divorce. I didn't want to, like, my last name was still my uh, married name. Mm. And I didn't want to go by that anymore. And... So I just started calling, everybody calls me Lacey Lou, and I didn't realize how much it was like going to kind of become like a pen name almost. It kind of fits like Lacey Lou Reviews, you know? I'm yeah. going to call you Louise Williams from now on, if you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> Louise! Like, have you ever seen Teen Witch? Like, that's what my sister used to do, because <laughs> the main girl in that, yeah. uh, her name is Louise. So uh, she would come in, she'd be like, Louise! <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see, uh, what do you call it? Annabelle, one, two, or three? (laughs) I literally (laughs) forgot what we were doing here. Right. Let's just give the ratings ratings and just talk. Longest intro in the history of the show. You're right. But anyway, if you haven't seen Sabrina, the the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, I highly recommend it on Netflix. It's fucking great, by the way. But anyway, she said the Teenage Witch, and I thought of, you know, I thought of Sabrina, of course. Okay. Yeah, you're right, though. Let's take a quick break, come on the other side, and get to these spoiler-filled Annabelle trilogy movies. You can't say that. To us by Abraham Ram the Ram Man. So we'll be back uh, two and two. Did you guys watch huh? these in order? Like, did you uh, like? Uh, I'm assuming everybody watched them in order of release, or did someone yes. decide to do the Annabelle creation first? I wanted yeah. to. I wanted to, and I, and I didn't know. I was trying to think about all three because I only saw the the, the newest one. Actually, I, I've only saw the first and the third released one once a piece. So I was trying to do it in order, but I wasn't sure if Comes Home, where it took place. I forgot. So I, I was like, t- well. Yeah, Holly at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she comes. <laughs> so here's what's fucked up. I had to watch the first one the first night that I, that I had. <laughs> my, my family was with me, and they had to watch it. And they had to watch the first one. So, I mean, they just had, and my wife had seen it before. I don't know if, if Frankie had ever seen it. So they got, and I told them, I go, well, you're going to watch the worst one. I said, I mean, of course, that's my opinion. And we'll find out more as we go. But I said, I go, you're going to watch the worst one. Unfortunately, I go, I'm going to, I'm going to watch the other two Saturday or Friday. Are you going to have time? And my wife worked the whole time. So I've been on my own. So I watched the other two yesterday. I watched the nun first. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to talk about the nun. There are some tie-ins here besides the obvious. But there are some things that explain some things that happen here that they retcon when they made The Nun. Because I also like The Nun. I know it's not the most popular I do, movie. too. You can't yeah, talk like, about it. I'll have none of that. Come on, now. Those jokes. Uh, I mean, it's a bad habit to break. <laughs> it's a hard habit to break. <laughs> it's also the Chicago song. Yeah. All right. Um, the first Annabelle I saw for the first time. This was a first-time watch. Woo! Yeah. Creation I've seen a bunch of times and comes home. I've seen a bunch of times, but first time I saw 
original Annabelle. All right, let me introduce it. Annabelle from 2014. A couple begins to experience terrifying supernatural occurrences involving a vintage doll shortly after their home is invaded by satanic cultists. Okay. Anybody else's first time besides uh, Brandon? No. No. no I, thought, I saw I, it in the theater when it came out, and then like my one first other time. time. <laughs> okay, B. What did yes. you think going into it? Because uh, what, what was your uh, what, what reputation did you think that this particular movie it, had going into it? Honestly, I saw when I saw Creation, I had always skipped this one because people had always talked about it being like the worst movie ever. Yeah. It's not that bad. It's no, really it's, not that bad. It's at not all. that bad. It is not that bad. Kind of it's generic. It's, uh, it the is first generic. twenty minutes are great. The first twenty minutes are great, and then it gets dull. But the acting's yeah. okay. The acting's like, fine. I appreciate a lot of the thing that the a lot of the things that the characters do, particularly the fact that everybody's sort of on board. The fact that the husband believes the wife. The fact that the priest comes in believe. There's none of this. Oh, she's crazy. We're gonna lock her up, and then crazy things are gonna happen at the end of the movie that they're gonna start to believe. You know, I like the fact that everyone's on board. But that's sort of like the case with uh, this whole trilogy, I felt. Yeah. Most supportive husband ever in this film, I'll say that. Yeah, good guy. Isn't that crazy that her name is Annabelle? The actress? <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Really? Oh. yeah. Yeah, it is. See, I thought you guys were punishing me um, <laughs> when you asked me to do this franchise. Because uh, I've been pretty vocal about how I feel about like James Wan as a whole. And uh, What do you, you know, mean? I'm what do you mean? Um, what do you mean? I'm not a big fan. Of, like, I'm a fan of Saw, and I feel like, you know, he's kind of sold out. I really do. Um, I mean, I know he didn't direct any of these, but he is a producer on them. So, no, I felt like you guys were kind of getting back at me. I thought I thought it was kind of going to be a joke that um, for making you guys do the Leprechaun and the Grinch and Black Christmas and all these fucking shit shows that I made you guys do on Cut to the Chase. So I thought I thought it I thought it that's why you asked me to do this because I've been pretty vocal about how I feel about James Wan and the Annabelle films. So ah, interesting, um, crazy. Uh, I've heard think... that you talked about James Wan films before. I don't know if I've heard you talk about. Like the, this movie here, the first Annabelle is kind of, it's usually not liked. But I, I don't know if I've ever heard you speak upon the, the second or the third one. But knowing you and your taste, I would have said, I'm going to talk about, I, mean, I know I know I'm jumping, but creation. As I'm watching this, I'm thinking about it. And I know what Brandon and Christian have said. I've always said that it's my favorite one. They said that they like the other one more, So, but they still like this one. So I was going to guess just about that movie in particular, I was going to say, I have a feeling that Carly is going to like this movie. Maybe not as much as me, but probably more than the other two guys. And I have a feeling that that Lacey is just going to be lukewarm on it. That's my feeling. So that's gonna. So I guess I can apply that to the whole franchise. We will see. I don't know. But I mean... That's where you she know. got her name. Lacey Lukewarm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this. As I'm watching it... I, I love the reaction. The yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about the Conjuring movies and James Wan and those ones, and I'm like, you know what? There is something about them, and I can see why some people may not like them, but I'm also looking at it saying, when you take a look at modern-day supernatural movies, how many did it better? Like, I I happen to prefer the first Insidious to any of the Conjuring movies in the, in the entire universe, and that's where it ends. The other ones are just okay. But it's just like... When I think about supernatural horror in the modern day, I don't know 
if I could name movies that I think are better than what we see, you know, in, in the Wanniverse, period. I mean, I don't know. I, and it's tough. It's a tough, it's not a very popular subgenre, but the ones that are doing it right are Juan and his gang, and they're, they're coming to theater, but there isn't a whole lot of supernatural horror, is there? Like, uh, in general. I mean, there is, but it's, like, all shitty, low-tier, I feel. Like, I agree with you. I think that insidious films and the conjuring films are probably some of the best to come out in recent years and most of the other stuff i've seen is very generic and not scary and just hard to get through so i think mike flanagan um yeah it's amazing and he's dabbled a little bit in this kind of horror um i mean he did ouija is it ouija ouija like how do you fucking pronounce that god a ouija board A Louise board? Um, Honestly, Ouija. <laughs> Ouija. Ouija. Is that really how you say it? Is 100%. It? Yeah. Yes. It comes from the two words meaning yes, we and ja from two other languages. We had this Ouija. argument on the show, Brandon. I think Dave had like a five-minute dissertation on it. Oh, Ouija. <laughs> well, he did uh, part two of that, you know, Origins of Evil. And uh, yeah. Dan, Dan, for some reason, thought that he was the one who did part two. He's like, no, he's like, part two is really good. I remember people talking that, you know, Flanagan. Did. I was like, no, baby. I was like, he did part two of uh, Ouija, apparently. But um, <laughs> no, I think had he had it, I think it is it the same girl from part two is in that film, right? Yes. Yeah, that girl. Who- I think maybe that's another reason why he was getting, you know, crosshairs. But um, I think if Flanagan had maybe put his hat in the ring to direct one of these, I probably would have liked some of them a lot better. It's a good point. Flanagan well, is would- doing it right yeah. Except except when he has his monsters do the rah, I've always commented on this <laughs> Flanaganisms. Yep. You Annabelle's melt would have yeah. Annabelle's melt yeah, would have Anna- taken it. It's crazy. Well, I would take that over yeah. like a painted black arm grabbing me, which you get that a lot in this franchise. <laughs> I like that black demon. I like it. I, Dude. It reminds me yes. more of something from Insidious than the yes. Conjuring movie. Yeah. The one guy that they all call Darth Maul, which I've never liked because I always thought there was a really stupid comparison. Just because a guy has a red face doesn't automatically say, oh, that's Darth Maul from... I mean, do, do, they, do they call fucking... Uh, what's his name uh, in Legend? A fucking Darth Maul because he has a red face? I do. Do they call Rudolph Darth Maul because yeah. he's got a red nose? No, they don't. It does not look like Darth Maul just because he has a red face. But anyway... So you agreed, B, that 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 demon love the look. Of the he demon. looks like something. Me too. It's like he, it looks like one of the the things from Insidious more Absolutely. than the country, which Absolutely. is cool. That's exactly yeah. what I thought. And there's some good scares. There's some good effective scares in this film. There are. I, I like the I setup much more than in the payoff here. I find it just it, that the second half, it's where it gets very generic. And I'm not saying it's bad. It's just generic. It's just we've we've seen it. I really like that that setup with the the neighbors getting. Oh, off that's creepy. Yeah, and, and then be, coming in the house and I like your doll, and that is all fantastic. And then I feel like they spent and my I watched these all with one of my daughters, and she agreed. We were like, why did they go to the hospital twice? It felt like they could have amalgamated mm. the scenes to speed the movie up to get it going a little faster. And I think that's the biggest problem is like that second act is like too long to get going. And these movies are a little on the longer side. They're not like epics, but they like could have trimmed them, trimmed them down. I think a little yeah. bit more. I think they're, they're like one, yeah, one hour and 45. I don't know what you said. Sorry. Yep. You broke up on me, Lacey. Is oh, that what sorry, you said? Yeah, 145-ish. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yep. 
totally. And that is pretty long for a horror movie these days. Yeah, yeah. unless you, unless you're Midsummer or or, or well, uh, to burn the reboot, which is almost two hours, which was kind of surprising. Yeah. <laughs> was it really long? Turn the reboot is two hours. Yes, yeah. it is. Yes, it I is. haven't listened to the reviews yet because I haven't seen it. Wow, two hours. What the yeah. fuck? And it sure feels type? like it. <laughs> Oh, oh, really? No. Yeah, uh, I listened to your episode and I stopped right when you guys started, so I didn't. You know, <laughs> I don't like. No, no, no. no. He's like, Hi, right. I'm Carly. This is JP. We're going to start with our review of Wrong Turn. Click. Well, see, that's, why, that's what I love about their show. Their fucking main review is only like the last 15 minutes of a fucking 90 minute program. It's, it's perfect. Yeah. That's when I always stop. I'm like, okay, well, I, I spent my time with them and <laughs> I, want, I, I don't get to see Wrong Turn until later. No. Well, I'll say no. this. I thought when they unbox Annabelle for the second time after, of course, they throw her away, I thought that's a creepy scene. I thought the scene in the storage basement with the elevator, with the demon, with the carriage, super effective. Yes. And one yes. of the most effective scenes in this, it's been done in other movies, and I couldn't remember what the original movie was that did it, and I finally looked it up. But the scene where you hear the footsteps charging and uh, and little Annabelle charges at Mia and then mm. turns into turns shock. into an adult. It, it was, yeah, it was some shock. That was shock, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I totally yeah. forgot. I couldn't remember. I knew it was done in Housewife a few years ago also. Yes. It's yeah. such a great scare tactic, though. What I is it from Shock? Shock. Baba. Yeah. Baba. Oh, really? We did it on yes. the show. Fuck. Where the little boy runs up and, then, and boom, and it gets, just goes out of frame and then a man comes out. Yeah. And it's like, it's I don't freaking. think I've seen Shock. I, I, oh, oh, Shock's fuck. good. Shock's good. And yeah, we did it for the show. The Baba Show. Did? I don't think did I've it? seen oh, Shock. Okay. Yes. <laughs> like episode like 88 or something like that, or in the 80s. What do I know? Okay. Dave doesn't think he's seen Shoes Nest either, though. <laughs> but, I can't yes. So they ripped that scare off, though. Like, but that's no cares? different than if people. People are talking about, like, when. Black Christmas last year, they got shit on. Like, oh, the biggest scare, they totally tried to rip mm-hmm. off uh, Exorcist 3. You're, you're, and they, number, and one. you're number one from last year. I'm going to fucking show <laughs> anybody that gets in my way. <laughs> my Look at Lacey. Lacey's like, fuck this movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, no, I was going to say no, that little girl I, scare is the scariest. Dave knows how I feel about Black Christmas 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> little little B? Little B. Little B. Well, not little the B wasn't showing in the one, one. The one you said, the what, whatever the fuck you just said, the, like she the turned. girl running into the. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, yeah, the fuck you like just... that. That was literally all I remembered about this movie, except mm. the beginning with the cult, and that was the one thing I was waiting. So those are the only two things that stuck out to me when I first saw this movie, uh, whatever in 2015 when it dropped, was that one scene and, and the thing in the beginning with you know the girl in white being part of the Manson type cult. That's all I remember. Was the cult called the Disciples of the Lamb or the Ram? Because wouldn't it be funny if it was the Ram? I think it was the Ram. And, right? and, and, and disciples it of the Ram, in. then. Yeah. Disciples of the Ram. Yeah, I don't know. But I thought of Ram. He'll, he'll, he'll chime in. Right That's here. hilarious. Disciples of the Ram. No, yeah. they don't. They don't reference that. Her. That's the daughter in that one, right? No. I. They, we don't oh, find that out until movie. later. Yeah. Yes. yeah, 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 yeah. It's a great tie-in, though. It's really well yeah. done. Yes. I mean, it just so happened. The only thing that's a tiny bit contrived, but what are you going to do? But it just so happens that another animal doll, Annabelle doll, was next door to fucking her parents' houses where she goes to, to return to kill. Uh, but you can excuse it. Uh, what are you going to do? They got they have to get it going. It's not the same Annabelle doll. 
You know what I mean? I mean, it could be, but she didn't know it was there is what I'm saying. Maybe it drew her there. Yeah, but her parents already lived there. So she was going to go kill her parents anyway. But maybe oh, she I did it. You know maybe I mean? she went to go kill her parents. And that. We'll get to that in the sequel. Because <laughs> you don't find that out until. Yeah, it is a cool tie-in, but I have major issues with that scene. Another scene that I have like major issues for this film is the scene where, you know, she's sewing and the popcorn is, you know, on the stove. And you're just waiting for, you know, the popcorn to explode. And there is no fucking exploding popcorn. <laughs> you get like a little baby fire. Like You want fuck, an exploding guys? popcorn? Explo- there was no exploding popcorn. That should be another that should be another offshoot. Exploding popcorn. We'll do it. Can you <laughs> please toast <laughs> off on my stove? Please put explode. all your VHS smashes under exploding Jiffy Pop, please. That's <laughs> <laughs> happened. Like it was like a fire and like a little flame. And, and the whole house burned down. Yeah. <laughs> and the husband's not mad. I'd be like, I'm glad you're okay. The fucking house! <laughs> he left the popcorn there, though. And this, I feel like we would see exploding popcorn. Would we not? Maybe it was caramel corn. Listen, the husband This is a Dave Zism. That's a Dave Z complaint. I didn't see any exploding popcorn. <laughs> Four to ten. I And I was pissed. Yeah, maybe you're right. It should have been bigger. It should have been bigger and opened up and then been black inside. And then it should have been a big ball of a filled Jiffy Pop thing. And everything in the flames are coming up from the top and the side. Or the demon hand comes out of the Jiffy. Or or a big critter comes out. A big black critter. Something. Something. But no, he's got like a little poop of a fire. And she's like, I smell smoke. And now I'm going to go fall down for the umpteenth time. <laughs> well, the the thing, the force was pulling her and tripped her. It was dragging her. I just think oh, it's force. like the hus the husband in this movie is just so Annabelle. way too supportive of this woman. Like <laughs> yeah. she's setting the house on fire. He's yeah, like, exactly. "Oh, you're scared? We're gonna move. I bought you yeah. this million dollar doll. We'll just throw him <laughs> in the garbage." Like yeah. everything about I'd, I'd be divorcing her ass. I completely understand been, why she wants to throw it away. The girl well, she's who's pregnant, right? And the girl who Is slid her off the rope. Yeah, she she gives birth to that's the why. girl. That's but why. The, that's why. No, it's also because yeah, obviously, but also because the woman Annabelle slit her throat, and was holding the doll. I would get rid of that too. I don't care how expensive. I'd be like, I don't oh, want I that don't in my house. They got the blood out. Oh, spit yeah. polish on the doll. It's good as new. They should have yeah. seen when he's, when he's throwing the doll out. He should have just been like, fucking fuck. I thought like, it was a Teddy Rock The guy spin. never gets mad. This husband is the best guy in the world. He doesn't <laughs> he even raise his works. voice a little bit. Yeah. He's already been through with the Planet VHS people and the YouTube fucking people. He's he's learned not to get angry anymore. See? <laughs> Dave, 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 you said it was a Teddy Rock, a, uh, a uh, what did you say, a Talkie Tina? You think it's it was a uh, Teddy Rock spin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rock's bin. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Somebody was selling I'm with you a two. Somebody uh, was selling a Teddy Rock's bin on the Amazon marketplace the other day and I took a snap a, a, a screenshot and sent it to these two because the way they made maybe they used voice text when they listed it but it said Teddy Rock's bin. R O C K S and then the other word B E E N. Yeah. Oh, I didn't <laughs> and, even I saw that. I didn't even I didn't even click in. I go, is Dave buying this? That's all that went through my head. <laughs> 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 I didn't even... Tell me where have your rocks been. 
<laughs> That's great, man. Oh, but yeah, there was a talky Tina nod as far as I'm concerned. You know, my Twilight Zone obsession and all, but I mean, that's exactly what fucking Telly Savalas did. Put it in the garbage can, and then the next day, there it was. Fuck it, it came back. You know? Teddy, well, Teddy Rock. Jeez. That scene that, scene that uh, uh, you're talking about, B, with the elevator. Now, yes. I love that scene. I, it's a little long, but I want to know what's going on because it, the elevator door keeps opening, but there's nothing there, right? It's a demon tormenting But are you seeing it before, and she runs in, she tries to push it to go up, but every time the door opens, you don't see the demon there, do you? Still? Yeah, you see darkness. It's just the you just see darkness. scary. Yeah, yeah it should... Okay, good. I think it should have been, like, every time the door opened, you, the demon was a little closer. Maybe that's generic. But that I was just like, what are we supposed to be... Huh? <sighs> that's more just scary VHS, not just knowing the what's there seeing nothing like like i'm yeah. looking everywhere like oh my god yeah, what, like, where what, is is it? It? what is it yeah mm-hmm. okay. like you know when annabelle when the doll starts floating it's like come on that's stupid and you know what yeah. and you're yeah. right i i am totally on board for that i guess for this type of movie they needed something more visceral or, or something that that got my juices going and i was just like what am i looking at here i look at my daughter am i missing something she's like no like, like I, I go that could have been so much better <laughs> i i found yes. it was it just missed the mark a little. Yeah, I found, see, I found it effective because, like, I'm, like, sitting there, like, oh, there's gonna, like, I couldn't remember if anything is there from watching the movie before, even though I've seen it, like, two other times. So, like, it was effective. And, I mean, that would creep me out. Like, you're on an elevator and it keeps opening and it's just, like, the yep. scary freaking basement and you're, like, why? What do I do? Do I have to run to the stairs? Where are the stairs at? I don't know. <laughs> like, so that, that, that did freak me out because I feel like it would have been cheesy if they had something i feel like they would have screwed it up probably in this movie especially because whenever they do do effects on the faces and stuff it looks atrocious in my opinion but well we see the demon right before that no that's what makes her beeline it to the elevator Mm. we do yeah Yeah. but i agree i agree i like the idea sorry Lacey. oh no i cut you off so i apologize um this director john leonetti he actually likes to use elevators i think uh he did uh wish upon and there was like, obviously that elevator sequence in that as well. Um, I, I think I'm just not maybe a fan of him. Um, I think he also, I could be wrong, but I think he also did Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Am I wrong on that? Yeah, yeah he, I, I remember, he seemed to have done a lot of like uh, secondary Shit, movies. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I think I'm just not a fan of his. Like, I, I was really excited for Wish Upon uh, because Ryan Phillippe and Telly made him like a garbage man or a dumpster <laughs> dive. Have you guys seen that? Like, it just doesn't like it's ter- it's terrible choices. I guys. Like there is no way that Ryan Phillippe is a dumpster dad. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, he is in that movie. <laughs> it, like I don't buy it. Like That's my favorite part. Phillippe was dumpster dad. Perfect casting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, one of the scares in Annabelle though um, was when she's in the room and the little girl. And all of a sudden, it like starts charging at her, and it turns into like full grown adult. Like, so yeah. she like, literally aged with the speed of how fast she was traveling. <laughs> yeah. Dan, Dan watched part of this one with me, and he was like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's Boom. super effective. It's super effective. I don't care if it's been done now. This is the third movie I've seen it in, and each one it's super effective. In. Didn't they? Did they do it in that movie? The what was it called? The Prodigy from two years ago. 
When Brandon mentioned Housewife, I'm like, shit, I watched it at the beginning of last year. That must be the movie it was in. But you might be right, Carly, because I watched so Prodigy 2, which I also like. Fair move, four movies. Well, I'd have to double check yeah. that. But you, if you're thinking that, because I, I was remembering it, and Housewife wasn't the one that I was thinking about as soon as Brandon said it. I'm like, well, I did watch that. So it must uh-huh. be that one. So, yeah. So people do like that scare. But again, it's now it's, it's like a ripoff scare. Which yeah. is fine. If it's done effectively, it's done effectively. I just think there's really nothing to this movie. I don't know. And I especially coming off the Conjuring films, I was really excited when this came out. And then I went to see it in the theater with like my mom and my aunt. And we were like, that was kind of not good. <laughs> but like, we were trying to like it, but it just, it just felt very such a generic step down when you're thinking like, oh, there's going to be this huge universe with the Conjuring films. And it's like they blew it with the second film already but then they redeem themselves because the Conjuring yes. 2 and yeah. all these other movies turned out to be pretty good well the sequence to this it's hit and miss. They, they actually got better i mean yeah I, I i think i'm hoping we're all in agreement that each well i know dave you 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 have a, a preference for creation but i think they just got better each movie they made in the series and i guess we'll find out later but that's i thought that they've actually improved upon themselves each time i think it's a smart series for one reason because they didn't go cheap with it. They could have done something to make Annabelle a killer doll in the vein of a Chucky or anything mm-hmm. like like that, like a generic fucking killer doll movie. Instead, they said, no, we're not going to just put Annabelle in, in that type of role. We're going to have the evil that resides in her and, and you know, and, and causes what the it causes. Conduit. Yeah. Yes. I think it's so smart because honestly, who wants to see that Annabelle? It is cool. There is a scene in this movie where she does stand up. When you see it, she moved at first and then she stood up. And when she does do any type of moving, I find it cool. It's not an overplayed card. I think they do it maybe once a movie. And it's done It's done well, but I think it's a smart move by them. Whoever made the conscience decision to say, let's not make a killer Dow movie. I mean, it's going to get numbers because of The Conjuring. It was a famous scene in the beginning. People like seeing about that Annabelle doll. This is going to be our first spinoff. Let's do it right. People want to see this killer doll, but let's not necessarily make it a killer doll. I like that. And I think some of the good stuff in there, in this, is that one scene with the um, the carriage. When the fuck, uh, it, oh. it got, I thought the fucking, the kid was getting smashed in the baby carriage. It was a well-played and shot scene. Then you, you rewind and see that you can't see what's in front of her, but you just see the top of the baby thing. But when you're watching it, at least me, both times I've seen it, it got me where I thought the baby was in that carriage. I was hoping. was out in the street. So was I. <laughs> so was so I. Was we, I. Get robbed. <laughs> we get robbed in every fucking movie in this franchise of someone that should have died that would have been very effective. I'll Honestly, say- the baby killing scene that would have been super effective is if one of those books had just whacked her on the head and caved her head in. When the books are falling off the shelf, when she's locked in the room, she's looking <laughs> under the door, and the Ooh. baby's sitting in the room, and the books yeah. are falling. I'm like, oh my god, can you imagine the baby's just going, actually- <laughs> <laughs> talking about it. Looks like Dave doing the shoes master review. This yeah. is a weird thing. <laughs> movies are too safe for me like yeah i i knew that none of that stuff was gonna happen that you, yeah. like i knew that baby wasn't gonna die by the end i didn't creation. it never really got me i don't think creation's I, a safe I, I movie at all i was talking about this yesterday for a little bit because um you know um with the twilight films <laughs> uh you know, some of the guys got, um, they, they felt like uh, there's a point to where something happens, I don't, um, and or you think it's happening, and then it doesn't. And 
like they were really pissed about that and i was just like well fuck you like all these horror movies that you know have stuff that you think is happening then it's nothing and the annabelle franchise is a good one of those because it it tries to make you think something's happening and then like two seconds later it like retcons itself and like nope that didn't happen like is the spirit real is the spirit not real like i it, it just it it's cheap to me um, in that concept, but I actually did like the, what Twilight did, so I don't know. I'm a, I'm a conundrum. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, everybody's got their taste. You never know. You never know. I just, I think there's some good in this though. Like I like that thing with the kid with the drawing, which I think is is, is a what do you call it? It's um, what's that um, Children of the Corn nod. With the, remember when the kid was drawing the drawings and children in the court of the deaths that were going to happen, yeah. and then they had him going up the steps with the carriage and all that. I thought that was cool, and I. There were certain things I thought were were fine. I thought it was kind of silly that the uh, <laughs> the uh, the priest decides to fucking he has the he has the thing that he's afraid of this killer doll supposedly sitting shotgun in his car. Oh, uh, what is in the back? The, why would you put it in the back seat? Didn't you see Child's Play? The fuck's the matter with yeah. you? Well, Charles didn't exist back then. Yeah, I know. I would have oh. ran into the church also. Good he point. he does. He's just strolling into the church and then boom, comes flying out. Shouldn't he have been safe once he's on sacred ground? Ooh, the evil just shoots him out of the church. Well, you know what that was, right? That was the uh, they talked about it earlier. They were they were looking through the papers and one of them said the curse of Belial. What about, I like Evelyn's character too. I mean, I, I like that. It makes it 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 was really good time with the way it ended. Yeah, she's cool. What a, what a sweetheart to do that. Yeah, I mean, you kind of had a feeling in that scene that that's where it was gonna go. But I mean, that's that's something that's unsafe. This this poor woman throws herself off that thing. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I kind of found that part funny. This. I find I, it funny whenever they're um just the way that scene's done. Like the one woman's at the window. And then he's like, no, this isn't the way. And then all of a sudden, that Evelyn's like, I know a way. And she's like standing in the window in the next scene. I remember laughing out loud in the theater. And the that. sound it's effects. The, way it's... the sound effects when she jumps and you hear, Whee! Carly, I'm right there with you. That is what you think is happening. That's what played out in my head, Brandon. So I, I agree, Carly. You just feel like she's like, I know a way. Jocelyn and I laughed out loud. It yeah, was hilarious. It's so it's badly staged. Dramatic. Yeah, it was supposed to be this dramatic thing, but they staged it so laughably, unfortunately. I, I the funny I, thing is, right after that scene, they, they show her dead on the ground, and they pan <laughs> back up, and the baby's there. Like, all of a sudden, the baby just appeared on the foot, and Mayor dropped in its mother's arms or something. Hey, you're back! You know? <laughs> it's so kind of funny. My notes on that, I wrote, that bitch just sacrificed herself for nothing. <laughs> like here's my higher purpose suicide. she gets to be with her daughter now no she's going to hell because she committed suicide no because she they say god honors sacrifice annabelle got her soul well, apparently not because there's you know uh, a, a sequel with annabelle comes home so obviously the evil is not gone evil can only be contained correct it's true. So why the fuck did she kill herself then? That's fucking stupid. To because save Leah, to save the baby. They wanted a soul, so she gave it her soul. So she yeah. is it. 
Yeah, she did save the baby. That's, she saved yeah. the baby and she saved me. She saved that family so she could be reunited with her family. And She didn't save me from watching this movie. <laughs> I agree with you, Lacey. I agree with you, you know, watching it, that it is a very safe movie. There's nothing that really, like, is overly challenging where it's like, oh, my God. There's nothing. Like, at the end of it, you're like, oh, that was just blah. I don't think I'll ever watch this one again. But I don't think it's as bad as I had made it up to be in my mind based on other reviews I had heard. I want to ask you guys, what did you think about the look of the doll on, in this one? Because I think the look changes throughout the, the movies for me. Hmm. It's so weird. I don't even look at the doll. The doll is the least interesting thing in the movies to me. Yeah? Yeah, it's really not about the doll, it feels like, half the time. But I like how I like how you see what the doll looked like before it got all evil yeah. and scary. Good you know, stuff. like how yeah. it looked like a vintage... Before it got all dolled up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I said gunged up, but I'd like to take the credit for Dolan. <laughs> yeah. uh, in creation, I think I think her best look is in creation because obviously she was just created. I think that's her yeah, scare. She's, she's hot in creation. I feel like she kind of like went Glenn from uh, Seed of Chucky and part, uh, you know, Annabelle comes home. But in this one, like, so, like the uh, the main chick, Mia, I think is her name. Yeah. She uh, obviously is a doll collector. <laughs> And he was gonna throw out the doll. You say dildo collector? I didn't even think of it. That's funny. She's, she's like, she's a dil- doll collector. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Like, <laughs> I didn't even think it. husband brings her home a giant dildo in that box. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I've been looking forever. This is what I yeah, wanted for the collection. The collection. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got this one. You got the black one over here. You got this one. <laughs> and my it's wife really was baby. We were watching it. And my wife's like, she goes, I know that black one on the end is looking over saying, get that bitch the fuck out of here. For this scene, like uh, she pulls the doll, the dildo doll out of the box. <laughs> and um, the husband's like, no, I'll get over. Uh, I'll get rid of it for you. And she goes, no, she fits right in. And she puts her on the shelf and like, she doesn't fit in at all. She's like covering up the other dolls. She's huge. Yeah. She's she has to knock over some. And Dan was like, Dan said when we were watching it, I think sometimes just some my favorite parts are just like watching movies with him for his fucking commentary. <laughs> and he goes, She's so big, she's going to break the shelf. <laughs> and, and like, because it like panned on her for like a good minute. And I was like, You know what? You're right. <laughs> She's a big girl. I think it's more the lighting than anything. She's a big girl. She's a big doll. But I think what you're saying about the look of Annabelle, I think they use the same doll. I just think that it's the lighting. Like this is kind of like generic white light that you see in like a normal movie. It's production value. And I think like creation was meant to look like kind of darker. There's a lot of darkness in the movie. I could be way off and it may not be the same doll, but I think a lot of it may have to do with lighting. But There's definitely that. I mean, Creation and Comes Home feel like they've got the same cinematographer as The Nun, which is some fantastic... A fantastic look to all those movies. Uh, this one, it's its own unique look, but it's definitely more bleached, like a, that washed out bleached, bleached asshole. It's a bleached, like bleached asshole. asshole. Hey, we're bringing it back, everybody. Of course. Bleach. <laughs> I believe like ble- in part two, they use a Teddy Rockspin. <laughs> but... It's yeah, it's got its own look, but it's not nearly as effective. I, I, is where I was going to go with it. 
as well. So I agree. It's partly the lighting, but I, I know what Lacey's saying. Like, there's times where it looks like, again, it's cleaner, and then once it, it does look a little bit more evil. And they're playing around with the lighting there, but they, I think they fucked the face up a bit, too. Well, no, like, in the third one, she has, like, marks on her. Um, obviously, in the, the creation, in, in it hell. is... Yeah. And uh, in, in creation, her face is completely plain. So in this one and in the third one, which she even has more of those markings and her eyes are different. I, I don't know if I, maybe I'm crazy, but that's how I've seen the film. She just looked different in each film. And I think the scariest was when she didn't have all that. And I don't yeah. think it was necessary or needed. Like, it was like she had more blush on or some shit. Like. <laughs> rouge. Yeah. Some rouge. I'm going to take pictures. I want to Dave, it has to be the same doll. Because didn't he only make one? In he said one of 100. You're, you're, yeah, because I think he did only make the one. We don't know yeah. for a fact that he made more. But we saw creation of one of 100. Yeah. And then the guy, but hold on. When they went to church the next day, they said so-and-so wants the dolls. And then his wife said, come over. The, the dolls are ready to be picked up. So I don't know. That could have been insinuating more Annabelles or yeah, maybe Or not. just other dolls, yeah. Yeah. We don't know. It's cooler if there is just one Annabelle. That's fucking really cool. Or else we'll get a cult know. of Annabelle film. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Yeah, I didn't anything in regards to that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm a little bummed again. Two things. We see a pregnant girl stabbed in the stomach, and we see a carriage fucking smashed. And, and no, no baby. baby. Yeah. <laughs> no, no dead baby. baby. Either one would have been cool. No baby. No baby. Oh, yeah, it would have been cool in a movie like that. I don't know. Don't, don't tease me with that. Or actually, someone's going to be that fucking ballsy and kill a baby, which doesn't happen much. But do that, and all of a sudden, wow, that is memorable. We would still be talking about that years later, about, man, they killed a baby in Annabelle. You know what I mean? That, that doesn't happen much. Anyway. Well, this film actually has the highest death count um, compared to the other two films as well, right? I think when I was thinking, after I got done, I think like the total death count for the the franchise uh, or the trilogy is, I think, seven. Yeah, there's really not that many actual deaths yeah. in it. It's more like just part haunting. three. It's zero. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing about. No, that's not true. That's not true. It's it's like an off-screen death, um, but the car accident. Oh uh, yeah. So and I did count that. Oh uh, yeah. I think it's seven total if if my count's right. Well, then part two has three of them. That's for sure. Part two has the so parents and the baby, the whole family. Killed. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you I, see. I didn't count the because it happens in this one. No, no, I'm talking about Annabelle in creation. The real Annabelle B gets killed in the beginning. Hey, I am the B. Yeah, I am D B. Oh, I know what you're saying, Lacey. You don't count that as a kill because it you happens. feel that B gets brought back in another form. Yeah, so it, it already happened, but no, I, you're right. I didn't count the the mother, um, for Annabelle's mother. I didn't count her as a death. So it's eight, right? I don't know. I'm thinking about creation now. What an effective scene that was when B gets hit by the car. That's like the most fucking in the series. Oh my! Well, yeah. I mean, we're about to get to it, but yeah, and she took a, she took a grill to the face. Ooh, oh, I'll that's... get it. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> oh, <crazy. laughs> Poor baby. Anyway, is there anything else we could say about this? I, no. I, God well, have mercy on your soul! <laughs> oh, that part One is cringe. <laughs> One to ten. What do you guys rate it? Ladies first. Um. Well, I think I'm probably the one that likes this movie the least. Um. I did... I, I, 
I didn't remember it like at all. It's a highly forgettable film, in my opinion. Um, nothing really happens aside from you know when um, the bitch sacrifices herself for nothing for me. Yeah, I, I'm just not a fan of this film. I didn't find it scary in the slightest. Um, the scenes that you guys thought were scary, I laughed at. And maybe, maybe sometimes watching movies with Dan Chase, <laughs> even though it might be my favorite thing, maybe his opinion might uh, deter me a little bit from... <laughs> it's, it's my least favorite thing. What? Uh, <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, I just... Mm, I, I did like it better than when I originally watched Ratings? it. Ratings? I think the film started out good, and it decreasingly... Um, didn't go anywhere for me. Uh, 3.5. Whoa. Woo. Woo. 3.5? Yeah. I did. Yeah. Fucking hated it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think it's that good. I think the cinematography is not really that good. Um, I mean, there are a few positives, and you guys talked about them. And there are, there's like two scares. I do like the elevator scare. And I do like the little girl turning into an adult. Um, I think that's really creepy. But other than that, there's just not much. It's literally just like this woman hearing sounds in her house and and broad daylight, too. It, there's just not an eerie atmosphere. And it's very bland. And I will say, I, don't, I think I was very hormonal or something. Because whenever the baby was born, I teared up. And then I was like, why am I tearing up at this horrible movie? Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't think it was the worst thing I've ever seen though. Um, I did give it I gave it a five and a half out of ten. So, oh, not bad. You were more yeah. generous than I. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll just I've go seen next because that's my exact rating. I a hundred percent a five point five out of ten. I won't wow. waste any more time. That is my exact rating as well. Five and a half, slightly above average. Not a great film, but certainly nowhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be. Mm. It was for me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I, I come in the highest, but only by the slightest of margins. I give it a six. Okay. Hall of Fame. So. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Hall of Mediocrity. <laughs> so that is that. Annabelle. Oh, I do like one thing. They do mention the married couple back east that could help, which is an obvious reference yeah. to, uh, you know, a little, little, little tie into the, uh, the parents or the parents. The fuck. <laughs> Parents, I said. The parents was the family in fucking Conjuring One. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mama, yeah. yeah. Oh god, this Warrens. Okay, so now we have uh, Annabelle creation. Wait, am I going? Good, Annabelle. Yes. Okay, I'll, I'll bring it in. Then. So now here we are. I'll do it again. <laughs> so now here we are. <laughs> Annabelle creation. <laughs> All right, Annabelle creation from 2017. Twelve years after the tragic death of their little girl, a doll maker and his wife welcome a nun and several girls from a shuttered orphanage into their home, where they become the target of the doll maker's possessed creation, Annabelle. Now, this is the only one of all three to have landed on the uh, top 100 list that everybody made. This was number 78 on the top 100 when we oh, did it. And I actually... Yep. Comes home, eh? Wow. Yep, 78, and I had it at number 64. How about that? Oh, you guys have a terrible list. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I actually enjoyed this more the second time, and I liked it the first time. Nice. So, yeah. I think this one, if you want to say anything, uh, Lacey, to counter the playing it safe, 
this one, I think, is a little dark. This one, I don't think, plays it safe. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty evil there, haunting a fucking crippled child, so, yeah. yeah. Tormenting and, this poor girl. <laughs> and, like, right away, they fuck, I, I literally, in my notes, it says, well, fuck, they just killed a kid? Yep. Immediately. Been, they, Dave's like, yes, a dead kid. <laughs> no, and I wasn't expecting, like, I thought it was, like, gonna do, a, like, a cutaway. I mean, you don't see, like, any blood spatter or anything, but I, I was expecting a cutaway, like, you know, Pet cemetery, and it just alludes to the fact that she got hit. But no, they fucking straight up went for it, and I gotta applaud them for that. And later, you see the same truck, and you still see B's head mashed into the grill. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I well, like that, that they a... call her B in the beginning, because it takes you, like, an hour or so into the movie till you find out, hey... This is actually Annabelle, and this is where it begins. They don't show their card immediately. Oh, little Annabelle, you know what I mean? I think it's a smart move they do, that they do that. I think that when that does happen, it's an, it's an immediate. This movie is an immediate improvement over the first one. Right away with the cinematography, that shot that goes over the church up to the front is really. It's something like that Juan would do, and this guy here has written uh, a lot of the stuff that that's in. I think he ends up. I think he wrote all three of the. Uh, I could be wrong. I could be confusing him with the director of the next one. It is uh, possible. It's, it's very ancestral. What, what's happening with him in this one and the next guy? I think where they're all on board with um, the series and one. He wrote all three. Okay, so he was the one. Okay. Yeah, and he wrote the nun. He wrote. He wrote it. He's, okay. he's written a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he's written a lot of good stuff. But the thing when Annabelle, I mean, when it first happens, it's like wow, and I feel bad. And even watching it now. See, when I say I like to see it happen, I like to see it happen because it's memorable and it's it, it's a chance that isn't taken that much. But when it does happen, I always feel bad at that moment. Like when she runs out and the thing's in the street and she says, I'll, I'll get it. I literally out loud said, no, you won't. And I was like, yeah, because it <laughs> fucks me up. No, she did like, get oh, it. No, you won't. And then, yeah, then she fucking did get it. Right. <laughs> But man, it, it is effective. It's very effective. I just get mad when they make it look like somebody is dead or should be dead, and then they cheat us afterwards of something impactful, like in this movie later on with that scene with um, not with, with Janice when fucking Janice blasts way up in the fucking sky there, and then she's <laughs> held up for who knows how long because then her boot comes down like 20 seconds later, and then I even, even the theater, when I saw it, I was disappointed. Boom! Girl fucking drops. That that girl should have been fucking dead right there. Well, Two she said, she said, dead. put me down. She said, put me down. This boot was made for walking. <laughs> no. God, crickets. <laughs> fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Because everybody feels like I do. There was a robbery. That girl should have been fucking dead from that fall. I'm sorry. When when she was shown again, I was like, ah, fuck that. That would have been still, a great But think of it this way. She's not Janice after that anymore. Mm. So Not much longer. Right. I know. But at that point, she still is. You don't. Yeah, get that's true. Oh, yeah, anymore. you're right. Yeah, she is because yeah. the barn scene is when she's not Janice. She's already it, frail and small and fucking has polio. If anybody can't can't <laughs> survive the fall, it should be her. She's she's a little bitty thing. Was that Marco Polio? <laughs> Marco <Yeah>. Polio. <laughs> yeah, this is what we have to endure every show. That's, that's, what, that's what they should have played in the pool, Marco Polio. Yeah, that's exactly. Wow. I still I still like that scene though that they drop a little. Just seeing a little girl drop to the ground like that is shocking. But I agree. I 
I, I'm pretty sure I would be dead if that happened and I don't have right. anything wrong with me or at least, well, I mean, I guess she is like paralyzed, but I didn't think of it till now. It would have, you're right. It would have been super effective. She, she could still be alive, but she should have been possessed at that point. Yeah. She should have been dropped to the ground. And then the scene where, um, B spits the blood into her mouth or, you know, that should have happened there. So this way, when you see her return from the hospital, you're like, oh, my God, how is she alive? But then you learn that Janice is long gone and it's really just, you know, she's, she's evil. She's, you know, the demon. Is it blood or is it like demon juice? It's like, it's like a in black, one of <laughs> viscous fluid. In one of them, it's black. In one of them, it's blood. Maybe in part I don't three, like it's blood. Maybe I don't like three, that they blood. do it. I don't like that they do it. And the reason is because they do it in The Conjuring, too. They yeah. read it. It's like enough oh. is enough. I, you know what I thought? And I'm not trying to be a dick. I thought it was a Mike Flanaganism. It reminded me of something that would be in one of his films. It's a wanism. Yeah, it's a wanism. <laughs> it is a wanism. <laughs> I feel like this one, it it is definitely a step up um, from the first one, but I feel like it missed a little bit of a moment, at least for me as a horror fan. And, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Gremlins, <laughs> that chair, you know, the floating chair. Like, I wanted to see someone go flying fucking out. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, instead, like, I get it. It was, it, there was tension there to where, you know, she's going down. But I feel like she could have crawled down a lot faster. So, I mean, that's just me being nitpicky. But, I, I mean, there was tension and I did like that scene. But I really wanted to see her go fucking flying in that moment. And I'm not trying to be insensitive either. But they don't, they make it, they set it up like she could walk still. I know she needs yeah. help. So like it's like oh, how am I, how am I gonna get up there? She's only got a case of that bad leg. Not the yeah, bad she's got leg. a case of the bad leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, it wasn't plural. Yeah, but come on, every day she has to go up and down that thing walking. It would she would exhaust her by the time she got up there. Remember, hey. it's polio too. She's tired. You gotta Even put when she one foot in front of the other. <laughs> the other foot, the other foot down. Well, she had no problem staying up playing with her dolls. How and, and I thought it was mean that Linda made yeah. her take the top bunk. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting on top. She didn't Get take up the there, top bunk. Yeah, he was joking. Wonky leg is a terrible nickname, by the way. <laughs> it would have great if the chair took her all the way up to the top bunk. Then <laughs> 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 she could have been deagled. That would have been great. She could have flew all the way up and fucking right over the bed and out she the window. <laughs> oh, that would have been amazing. Juan <laughs> didn't give me what I wanted. Damn it. That would have been cool. Fuck. Yeah, but oh. remember, she was tired. This girl cool. was tired. <laughs> <laughs> Remember at the top of the stairs when, when the girl says, when, when Linda wanted to go out and play with the other girls, are you going to come, Janice? And Janice said, I'm tired. So she was just tired from the fucking, the strenuous activity of arriving there and being someplace new and having to ride up that thing. So she was already tired. You know what I mean? No, so I think she just didn't want to go play with those bitches because she had to go confess about looking in the room that the fucking nun doesn't even let her, like, the nun... She's trying to tell her what's happening with the doll, and the nun just stops. She's like, "Stop right there! You're gonna get us all kicked out of this place." Like she didn't even get to express that this fucking doll is evil. And then she's like, "Okay, you're right." She's like, "All right, you're gonna say one Hail Mary, and then you're gonna unpack three of these boxes. You're gonna make this little crippled bitch unpack three fucking boxes." Hey, she's got bad legs, not bad arms. Where's <laughs> <laughs> she gonna put the shit? Like, but is she gonna wheel herself and like put the stuff away? Like, should have made her do soccer drills. 
That would have been know. real punishment. I, I did, I That's was horrible. And I'm not talking about the movie. I wasn't a fan of that either, but I wasn't a fan of the nun in this. Sister Charlotte? I think she was a nun. Yeah, oh, the Charlotte. friendly nun? Sister oh, friendly? Fuck her. She sucked. This punishment is absolute. She was a terrorist. <laughs> no, that was... What, what is she being punished for? Looking in a fucking room? You know why, though? Because if she would have got caught, they would have been out on the street. So she's saying... Yeah. this is. But how is that a sin, though? See, I think this nun is very generous uh, if you compare it to the Silent Night, Deadly Night nuns and stuff like that. So yeah. I think she's very kind and forgiving, but... Punish! I like this movie. Like, I think this movie's great, honestly. I think it's really creepy. I think all the scares are effective. And I think the little girls put on good performances, yeah. especially Janice. I agree with the children give good performances. The adult, mm. eh. Um, no, like, so the little the, the little friend girl is outside and she's like, yeah, Janice looked in the room. Like, so he's, obviously they're unaware that this shit is happening in their house. And then he the goes, and he's, like, he's like, you never, he's like, you're never to go in that room. And then he goes inside and he dies like 30 seconds later. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I agree with everything Carly said about, I mean, A, I already said the look of the film was amazing. Dave brought it up at the beginning. You're already, the look of this film is fantastic. It's just, it's creepy uh, and it's got this richness to it, like from the color palette standpoint to be a geek. Now, the performances are also great and the sadness from the daughter dying and the whole orphanage oh. kind of setup. It's all great. Mm. And then I find, I find, again, I do love the, I do like the, I should, I was going to say love this. I do like this much more than the first one, but I still think the second half is not as good. I love the setup again of the movie. And then once it gets to the scare stuff, I still wow. find it goes down that generic role. It's still better than the first. It's still better than the first. No question. Much better than the first. But I still, there's something missing that I feel like I get, I get in the third one. Oh wow! See, I, um, I like this one a lot more than I than I did the first time around. And I liked it the first time. I think I'm in the in the almost great category here, right because on. of the fact that it's not playing it safe and it's tormenting this poor little girl this whole movie. And the scares are much more effective, much creepier. The notes That's around the house, the Punch and Judy dolls. The, oh, that's the fucking tr terrifying! Oh my God, that terrifying! The uh, that's the shit that scares me. Yeah. yeah. The reveal of Annabelle in the closet and then how it plays out in the end because you, you see the papers hanging there. You're like, what is this? Well, they got newspaper hanging on there and then the reveal of what that is and everything. It's just, I thought it was really, really well done. I have major problems with this Bible wallpaper, you guys. Like, here. <laughs> like, okay, so, like, Annabelle's supposedly evil and, like, she can, like, you know, spirits come or whatever. Why did no spirits try to come when the Bible wallpaper and she just easily gets put into the, you know, the room? Because Annabelle. the girls arrived because no. they were calling to the girls. There was no one to call to. You know what I'm saying? Because they even said that. They go, when the girls all arrived here, it awoken something in here because they had been there for 12 years. And the parents realized what was going on. And at first, they were falling victim to it. They see that they see B. When we get the story later, then they finally realize, okay, this thing's evil. We have to do this. Get it the fuck in here. Lock it. Now, it's like all these young girls come around who, you know, Annabelle was a young girl okay. and she got killed. It's calling to them. That's what I took. All right. No, I, I, I can sign on to that. Mm -hmm. um, I have a question for you guys. Though, like, so obviously, like, Janet, Janice gets, like, thrown into the closet with Annabelle, right? And the, um, 
and into the Bible wallpaper room. Uh, <laughs> and how do you even fucking explain that to the cops? Like, what do you even say at this point? You probably can't tell them the truth. That's for sure. Yeah, just say. And like, there's just a hole, and the child's gone, but Annabelle's just sitting there. And like, they open it, and there's like all these Bible like pages <laughs> stuck to them. I think like, about, I think about that in a lot of movies. Like at the end, when it's a happy ending, and I'm like, well, how are you gonna? <laughs> How are you yeah. going to tell the cops that everyone died by yeah. a ghost? You're not. Like, you're going to prison for murder. <laughs> like, I don't know. Even Alice at the end of Friday the 13th, I already said that. She's way the cops are waving her over. I'm like, you're the prime suspect. Get the hell yeah. out of Dodge. <laughs> right. You're the only one alive. Uh, yeah, you know, in this case, you could just say, uh, they were orphans. Who's going to miss them? Well, no, and then you have, like, the dead <laughs> <laughs> You know what I would have said? I would have said someone else came and did the killing because the father's dead. The mother's dead. She's literally cut in half. A child couldn't do this. And then the other girl is trapped in a room with the fucking, the big clock that was pushed over into it. So I would have said, hey, some fucking lunatic came here and fucking killed us. And he was chasing the girls. One of the girls hid in this fucking closet. Can you help us move this thing? The killer trapped her in the closet. That's what I would have said, but that's me. Well, no, obviously they, because the cops are still there at the end, so they had to like explain that the doll was possessed and they just bought it because the priest comes in. He was like, "This doll is no longer a threat. Which one of you wants it?" Like, what a dick! Like, <laughs> what kind of priest would do that? And then the next scene is you just see the fucking cop throw it in the trunk of the car, you know. So I believe it's you're the right. Cop. He yeah. should he should not have offered it. He just should have brought it to the cop or put it in the yeah. of, and he should have the back of the car. You're right. He's like, there's no spirit attached to wants it. Like, you're supposed to be like a, like, if you knew, like, the trauma that these girls just fucking went through. <laughs> like, Yeah, I actually don't like that part. It's like comic relief, but yeah. everyone, a bunch of people just died, and these little girls are traumatized for life. Not only are they orphans, but they just got haunted. So don't be making jokes, priest. <laughs> it's just showing his, his, um, how much of a, of a man of God he is. And it'd be, uh, look at it this way. He's showing them, hey, you know what? I believe you. I believe there was an evil presence here and all this happened. I'm not going to laugh at you and say you guys made it up and this and that. I'm going to say, I believe you. And just to go that extra mile to show you how much I believe you, I'm going to tell you that this thing, I believe what you said about this doll, but I also believe that this has just been exercised. This is over with. This doll is safe now. It was just a conduit. Take it. Now, now, now you can have this doll and know that the fucking evil is gone, because I'm a man of God and I, I witnessed it. I don't know. Just, well, well, I mean, obviously that wasn't the case because the doll still <laughs> just keeps haunting up a storm. I mean, yeah. So, right? That's the one thing. That, that's the one thing that doesn't make sense. Is right. you know if well, no, it actually does. Okay, so <laughs> it's still trapped in there, no. Because that's why it it's is still, still a condu- it's still a conduit for evil, and then Annabelle comes back obviously to kill Correct. her parents. Yes, and then, and then ki- and then and then slits her throat with the doll that that Correct. Mia has. Okay, Correct. so she, she, that's so why yes. it's evil again. Okay, but at that point, what... it's not evil. At that point, no, it's not. And obviously, he wasn't there one. for the whole thing. So offering it up. Right. I mean, I think we all have that note about him <laughs> offering. It like twelve years why? later. Why was it twelve years later? Because that's called... when the events took place of the of the um the conjuring in the no, next. No, I understand, but why did it grow. like grow up? She seemed to be normal, and then twelve years later, did the doll like find her? Is that what happened? No, she was never normal. Yeah. The thing is, she 
That's why she ran off at the end. She was possessed by the fucking, the spirit that was inside the doll. It was transferred to her, so she remained evil. She even became Annabelle. Her her, yeah, her name yeah, of like Janice is gone now. Like, obviously, she had a good home life with her foster parents or her adoptive parents because you see, like, her growing up with pictures who looks nothing like her, by the way. She's, like, got dark hair and <laughs> looks like she's been on meth for years. But, um... <laughs> I mean, I, I just, I don't understand why it took 12 years. I think she was a troubled kid, and they don't get into it. And then she ran off and joined that cult, and that's why she got into some satanic cult, because she already had it in her. So the way I, I see it is, you know, then he, he goes out there and joins, she goes out with her boyfriend and joins this Manson cult. This thing gets awakened, and maybe, who knows, maybe she was the fucking leader of the cult, for all we know. But it was different times back then. She could have been the leader of the so, pack. I was about to correct that exact same <laughs> She was the leader of the pack. And you know that was the same girl? They casted the same girl at the end of, uh, that they used in Annabelle, the first one, yeah. as, the, uh, as the one at the end. So I, at least they, they tried to, and that mm. is one thing about this franchise. They do have continuity throughout them. Like they have certain lines that they use, I like your dolls. That happens in Annabelle mm. 1, and then we see it come back in, in both of the sequels. So even though the first movie wasn't the strongest, I think they took that and they said, okay, let's really put a budget and, and put in a better effort and make better movies. And they did. I'm, I'm glad they did that instead of just, you know. I like that when they adopted and, Janice, they gave her like a real looking Annabelle doll, like a raggedy Annabelle doll. Oh, yeah. 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 But is, Lacey, I do agree with Lacey. I always thought that was weird that it, that girl was just normal up until she was like 18 or whatever, because all you see are these school pictures. So it doesn't really let on that. She was a troublemaker. It makes it seem like she was a good girl. And then all of a sudden got all demon like again. But nope. at the same time, I think maybe it's just, she was trying to, she was like, okay, I'm going to grow up into adulthood and be stronger. And then wait till that to like go off and be culty and whatnot. Yeah, but, it's like evil being reborn and having to wait to grow up. Like, like the old, yeah. like Damien waiting. Yeah, that still, makes sense. Still probably causing mischief, but wait, lying in wait. That's true. I feel. I feel. Mischief. I, I really like the movie. I like the relationship with the two girls. I love the relationship with uh, with Janice and Lindsay. And, you know, and they, how, how they switched the dolls at that one point. What about, what about Linda? Oh, pardon me. Linda. <laughs> what did I say? Lacey? Lindsay. Yeah. Lindsay. Sorry. Yeah, the other, the other girls were all bitches. They're like. There's no room for you to sleep in here. Take polio, girl. Go sleep in the doll room. Yeah, they were kind of mean, but it's typical. I can no, see it is. It is. They were like the older ones. They weren't too. that mean. You know, but it made no sense why the one girl seemed like she was the exact same age as fucking as the other two. Yeah, there was one like little girl. Like she didn't even have any lines because they had like the three girls, the two the two girls who was older, they had that other girl who seemed like she was older, and then they had, like, one little girl who was, like, with them. Should have mm. been, like, three and three. Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit. But it also, it shows how strong their relationship was, just those two, that they were tight. We're going to, you know, swear that if one of us gets adopted, we both go. Yeah. It's all good. And I like how it all comes back later when she turns. And the whole thing about the line when she goes, you know what I like about, what was that girl, Sweet Sue? She looks just like you. Oh, and her face yeah. is all cut up, yeah. Oof. That's Brutal. good shit. There's and a I lot ventured, of shit in here. There really is. That fucking scarecrow, to me, without <laughs> a doubt, is the scariest and best fucking scarecrow ever done in a horror film. Dude, I don't I, think it's been done better. I wrote me. down that the scarecrow in this movie is way more effective than any scarecrow in the movie Scarecrows. Definitely. Or, or, any, of the, or any of the pizzas in Pizza, Pizza, Pizza. 
<laughs> or Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, or fucking those shit ones. What else is there? Scarecrow. I like scary stories of telling the dark. I like the Scarecrow in that. That's the next movie. Scary stories of oh, telling yeah. the dark, basically. <laughs> but I don't know. I I don't want to keep talking about it. I'll let other people do because I'll just go on and blow it because I really think it's that fucking. Thing. <laughs> Seriously, I I think it's that that I think it's just as good as the two Conjuring movies, and and I really like those two. This is the only one I feel that way about. In, in the whole fucking Conjuring universe that I think is that good. And here's the funny thing. First time I saw it, I was like 7 out of 10. I was just like, okay, it was fine. Mm-hmm. Then when I got home and I I watched it, it got better. And then I watched it another time and it got even more. I, I And I've been better. that way ever since. It should, even yeah. more better. <laughs> even more, more better blues. Is that a YouTube, YouTube song? Even more better than the real thing, baby. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's an off day today. Uh, I, I I I really like this. I mean, there's there's a lot of good hits, but once again, I I, I just find that I, I get lost when it, when all the, when the shit hits the fan a little bit, and I'm not in it uh, uh, like I feel like I should be for that That's final the, act. I, I think you're why. crazy. I, I think it's a, it's effective. It's super effective. The well seen, mm. everything that's going yes. on, the chaos, the crucifixion of Mrs. Mullins. It's I think it's Phantom of the Opera there. Mr. Like, Mullins. Mr. Mullins, yeah, with the fingers, fingers? terrifying and then what yeah. he looks that, like That's the best part of the movie, that's the fingers mm. being pulled off the crucifix. Oof. But there the best no gag pop in the movie. In this movie either. There's no you know what? Pop? What? there's no exploding popcorn in this movie either. No, no. Lacey, you're gonna have to let that go. I like I know it's <laughs> I know the it's devastating. Wait, the dumb waiter. I mean this it's really yes. The whole house and all the scares and the barn, the scarecrow, the well, everything is used super effectively, much, much better and much more effective than the than the first film. I find this one very rewatchable, too. Even when yes. I was done watching it, I felt like watching it again. And I actually just bought it on DVD yesterday. I found nice. it out and about because I, wa- I had to watch it online. But um, <laughs> I was like, yay, because I, I like this. I find it. I think it's. I would probably rewatch this over even the Conjuring movies, even though I do think those are a little bit better. I just think this one has something to it that I really like. And the scares get me like every yeah. time. So right. it's like the Conjuring movie. It's the only one that I can directly compare to it. Even like when they do that ball gun scene, when she shoots the ball, the, the ball comes out yeah. and, and then it raises up shit like that. Is the only like one? two or really? three sequences that work really well. That seem like you could put those exact sequences in one of the Conjury movies, and nobody would bat an eye. It, and I, it'd be the same. That that's where they wow. belong. Same type of scares that, to me. And I the third that, act, that part three. I'm sorry to cut you off. That. Three it's to so me funny. Is that's like exactly what I think. Part three could have been Conjuring three. That's a, even like like that's exactly what I thought when I was watching it. I don't know why. There's it's reasons so weird. for that. I'll meet you there. There are reasons for it. The presentation and the warns and some other things. But I think once the action begins. I mean, we'll get to it, but this to me seems like a little slower moving where it's just a lot of story and then we're going to have a sequence here that's scary. That's just like the formula of The Conjuring. To me, that's just what it's, you know, I don't know. I like the relationships. It's just scary to me. There's the things they do. And and like I said, the third act, everything that happens and we get good kills. Yeah. It, It needed more kills, I suppose. I like the fact that the girl is smart. Where she when she does cover up the, when she goes into the well and the thing comes up and grabs her and she pushes her down and, and the um 
the nun says, what was that? And the girl says, who cares? Just get out of here. <laughs> That's a smart girl. Usually yeah. it's the parent telling them, get out of there. But I don't know. There, there's so I have a lot of notes, and I can't just sit here and read them. But, man, I just every time I watch it, I'm, I'm just really comfortable with it. I just think it's... Yeah, the backstory too makes perfect sense why the parents would perfect. believe it's it's perfectly explained why they're you know their daughter would come to them want to be put in a doll like they didn't know they were being fooled. It's sad. It's, it's very sad. sad. It's you very know, and sad. you have that. You have the the grieving parents and the mother who's fucked up all this time now for for all these years because of it, bedridden, and and this guy trying to make things right and and, and you know to bring some joy back into their house and their religious people and. Yeah, they're trying. And for that reason, know. they for that reason they give good performances because at the beginning they're all lovey dovey playing hide and seek, leaving the notes and stuff. That, you know, tickling and tickling a little Annabelle and stuff like that, having a good yeah. time. And yeah. then all of a sudden, like when it gets to, you know, the meat of the film, they're sort of shells of their former selves. Yeah, which makes sense given what they've been through. Yeah, there's good character stuff here. Yeah, I, I just. I don't know. It, it's done. Well. And then there's the scary stuff like that one scene when she's looking in the diary and it says, dear diary, today I came home and she's oh. like, yeah. right. <laughs> and then that one part, which some people might not like, but I think it's great. It actually works. The when sheet. she goes, what do you want? She turns, she goes, your soul. That yeah. Yeah. I think it's great. And the sheets. Yeah. The dude, sheets. With walking, getting closer yeah. to her. It's gone. Yep. Oh, dude. I like that really subtle scare too, where they're in the room and the doll's face. Annabelle's like looking this way, and then you look over and she, her head's like turned, and the girl's like, "We shouldn't be here," but she doesn't even say like, "Oh, that doll just moved." It's just like, "Yeah, we shouldn't be here." Something she notices something is off, and that's really creepy to me. I agree. Man. Every scare, like I even I like the one where, um, you know, when they bring, they think they bring their bee back, and she just all of a sudden morphs into that huge scary adult form type of thing that I think that's terrifying too. Like her arms grow and the way she oh, mutates. Some people might think cracks. that's like, she's yeah. Some people like might not she... like that and think it's generic, but I thought it was effective. She was show. popping and locking. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I really enjoy it, man. I, I just, too. it's, it's a good story. That, that's mm -hmm. all there is to just, there's so many characters to actually give a shit about. And the, the relationship with the parents and, and losing the daughter, the two girls, the one girl's sick and everything that happens there. And and did you guys realize that? And I, I know everyone may not be a fan of the nun here, but I believe that is the nun. That Remember that one scene when she's in the wheelchair when she gets back from the hospital and um, Sister Charlotte's there and then she leaves. Then all of a sudden she's being pushed all the way to the well and it's someone in a nun's outfit, but it's not Charlotte. So I think that's actually Valak is what the... What it the, wasn't Valak. It, was, it was actually Sister Christian because the song came on. <laughs> oh, the time has come! <laughs> but yeah, I thought the same thing, Dave. Yes. <laughs> cool. <laughs> it makes... <laughs> I want to go back and watch The Nun now. I really do. And I, I like it. I, I, I know a lot of people didn't like it, but... I, I, I owe The Nun a rewatch. I was not a fan of The Nun, but I do like the tie in here, the photo, and of course, you know, the... I, I agree with you, the wheelchair scene. That, that makes sense. And certainly, you know, the end just flashing to 1952 and giving us that teaser that uh, the nun is coming. Yeah, it's solid, man. I yeah. don't know. I'm not going to say anything else. If anybody else wants to talk about or has questions or anything, because 
No, you actually answered a big question for me. So, and that actually is probably going to make my rating go up. So, was that question is Annabelle creation awesome? Because the answer is yes. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not at the awesome. That, that's for sure. I like it. Oh, come on. I'm not at the awesome. I mean, with Dave's explanation of, um, you know, there was <clears throat> no conduit to, or I mean, with putting the Bible paper up, that was a big problem that I had with it. And your explanation is actually made me go up on my rating. So awesome. I love when that happens on podcasts. Sweet. That's yeah. cool. When they open it up and you see that Janice burrowed out of there. <laughs> like she, like, she, she, cool. she, like, she like ate through Chevy the wood. No, you won't. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. <laughs> Right on. Well, go ahead. You guys want to rate? Go on. Please do. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, I loved it. I am I'm at an eight point five out of ten on Annabelle Creation, which has gone up to like I, I used to be just at an eight, but this time around I, I was like, you know what? I really like it. Eight point five. Sweet. Um, going into this podcast, um, I like I said, I did like it a lot better than I liked the first one. I was at a six. I've come up quite a bit, um, I think, anyways, um, because you did answer my question. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You guys did answer my questions. Um, I do have, I still have some issues with some of the films, like, or some of the plot line of the film. Um, But because of the, you know, little girl dying right at the beginning, and her haunting, it, it is, it is a pretty disturbing fucking movie when you add in those elements. And I liked the tie in. So I'm up to a 7.5. Nice. Nice. That is a nice leap. Yeah. Cool. Well, my, my rating's been the same for a while. That's why it made my top 100 movies. In the 13 chance. out of 10. <laughs> it's an 8.5. Same as Carly. Love nice. I'm, a, I'm at a 2. <laughs> I think it's awesome, but it's only worthy of a 2. No, I'm at an 8 out of 10. I used to be at like a 7, 7.5, but I'm at an 8. Nice. And I'm, and I'm at a seven. I, I think it's a good movie. It's a definitely a step up from the first. Why do you uh, hate horror movies so much, Christian? Why, why is a seven a bad rating? It's like what I did with, uh, what was that movie? With, with oh, Jenny. Mayhelm? Or that fucking other one? No, no the uh, other the, one. The Belko Exchange? Belko, Belko Experiment. Belko experiment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like me and Black Christmas, eight out of ten. Oh, Dave Z hates that fucking Black Christmas. Yeah, Belko. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> I love that. I love movies when it ties into like the one of the crucial scenes in part one. I like that. I love the way they yeah. wrapped it up. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. Wow, that's how you. Fucking it went on do just it, a man. little too long. Both again, my both my daughter and I total agreement. I agreement for the whole series, ratings, feelings, everything. Without just like, what do you think? Boom, let her talk. But we always thought, go. Why did they go off to that one extra scene? It goes like they had the point. They could have had the scream. Her wake up, and it could have just ended at the end of the movie yep. instead of taking it. You know what? I didn't know you guys before. give give your feelings also in Canada. Let's give feelings. our feelings on the show. Yeah, <laughs> feelings, <laughs> feelings. Happy. <laughs> I have none. I've been dead a long time. Yeah, that's a good way to be. Hell to... yeah, Daisy. I told Brandon, it's true. Dead inside's the way to go, kids. Dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me. Listen to me. Fuck emotions. Don't be a bitch like me. Oh, I'm watching Sons of Anarchy again, and I nothing. I can't. I fucking. I get so emotional. No other show makes me fucking as emotional 
It's fucking sun. There I am fucking by. I, I can't even watch it with people around because I've legit in fucking five seasons. I've cheered up five times and I'm not ashamed to say it. Nothing. It's a seven season fucking tragedy. You should be. Without a happy <laughs> moment. I don't care. I'm telling I'm you, joking, it doesn't have effect on me. The characters and how often I get into it. But yeah, I wish I was. I wish nothing affected me that way. Nothing Hearing that better. makes but me anyway. wish I never filmed that VHS video defending your honor. <laughs> Can I please get a copy of this video? I need to see it. It's on the page. Yeah. Or, the link is on the, on the page. I want a copy of it on VHS so I can smash it. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need to see this video, and I know Dan would enjoy it as well. Consider we'll it a birthday present. Yeah, it, we'll it is brilliant. It, it's, it's, it should be a double feature with Nerds and Suspiria. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it should. It really should. Christian's been on fire. Christian's been on fire lately. We have two emotional. It's like I'm watching Sons of Anarchy here. (laughs) (laughs) What a prick. Yeah. (laughs) If I had a nickel every time I heard that. (laughs) You'd have no nickels. Yeah, I'd have. You'd be like, ugh. Oh, money. (laughs) All right, are we doing the last movie? Does anyone need a break? Let's get into it. Uh, Annabelle Comes Home. This one's from 2019. While babysitting the daughter of Ed and Lorraine Warren, a teenager, and her friend unknowingly awaken an evil spirit trapped in a doll. Well, it shouldn't be a teenager and a friend. It should just be her friend. <laughs> Mary Ellen well, didn't do anything. Well, the other girl fucked it all up. I, yeah. I was so angry when she fucking... That was the robbery in this movie. That bitch got fucking stabbed in the stomach with a knife and fucking somehow yeah, didn't die. And she deserved to be dead. She fucking set off this whole thing. <laughs> That asshole. She did. She fucking. Everyone's she, life the, got threatened because she can't follow the story behind it. This is the best character. In my opinion, this is the most relatable characters you actually she care about. Father, it's I got guess. heart. It, it, it's got heart. It's it's fun. I mean, I, you, the biggest critique of this one is maybe being at the one location, uh, the house. But they they use it well with the fact that it's got the outside part. But I just I love it, and you know why? I think I love it, and you're gonna laugh, but it feels like. Are more ramped up goosebumps. That's <laughs> and, what I said earlier. Yeah, this to yeah. me is goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. okay. You said is. that already earlier today. Yeah. I, or, when you yeah because yeah when sorry. you were talking, you said something about scary stories in the dark with this character, and I said I go the next yeah. movie is scary stories in the tell in the dark or goosebumps. I said you're gonna have and to edit that out, Christian. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want, I want to be original. <laughs> that is my comparison. Oh, it's I love like it. I'm with goosebumps. Christian on this. I'm I don't hold on. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm not saying I don't like it at all. My ratings actually, it's it's actually come up. I enjoy the movie. I just think that it's, they used an F word one time and they had that stabbing scene that were thrown in just to make this movie R. This was filmed as a PG-13. Yeah, it feels like a fucking PG-13 movie, but they want to go for the R because everything else in the Wannaverse is. So they fucking they threw in an f bomb and they threw in a stabbing. They made make copyright it a Jamie Sammons. <laughs> it was a it was a fake stabbing. Trademark. I know it's that that robbery does piss me off. But here's the thing: in the third act in this movie, the difference is this: they are throwing things at you the whole time. It does feel like goosebumps to me. The positives are that it adds credibility having the Warrens in there, and even the beginning with the fucking scroll, like The Conjuring. Yeah. It could have, I see what you're saying, see? It's like a Conjuring 3. More than the other two, it feels like The Conjuring in that respect. 
But once we get to the meat and potatoes of it just being the children and everything being so predictable, what was going to happen, and one random monster after another, it just had that goosebumps effect on me, which is fine, but not for not for this, I guess. And I'm not knocking the movie at all. That's just my critique. That's it. And yep. I, I was just going to add on to that, Lacey. I apologize. It's just that I, I don't disagree with you, but that's what keeps it from maybe reaching – even a higher level for me, but what what we've got, it's still my favorite of the series, and and I I just love it. And this is the one, Curly, you mentioned the other one. I could just put this on again and rewatch mm. it. And it's a camaraderie amongst the kids. Like even though that you you're, you're complaining about that girl getting the st- when they can step, it's uh, like she does her. it because of the dad. And she, I thought she was good. <laughs> she brings the girl the, the roller skates. I mean, I, it's such an anarchy to me, Dave. I'm like I'm tearing up. It, there, there's like heartfelt emotion there. You're like, oh, even though she wants to get into that room, she's still nice. She brings the kid roller skates. The kids don't want to come to her birthday. At the end, there's some, there's some cool stuff here that I think yeah. just round out the whole film. And she mentioned, I like she, the heart of it. I do. The heart of it's the best part of it. And she mentioned that she touched everything. So the fact that she awakens yeah, all on. these spirits in the Warrens' room, fantastic. So many spirits awakened in this film that are so much more interesting than Annabelle to me. And that's why I love it. The, the ferryman, first... awesome. That samurai guy, awesome. <laughs> that the bride with the cursed dress, awesome. I like the bride. Yeah, there's so much awesome stuff here, and I just love it. It's a great introductory horror film, I think, yeah. for like yeah, for for kids. Yeah, I, I was yeah. actually thinking about that as we were watching, or as I was watching it, and I was like, this would have been a good kind of pick for you know the Slumber Party Massacre, you know, feature review at yeah. some point maybe because you know it's got the girls and whatever. Mm. Um, the first time I watched it, I this was actually my favorite of the three. Um, the first time it, it did not hold up for me on rewatch. Wow. Um, it, uh, I mean it. There were parts of it I liked, but I I, I seen myself being very critical because <laughs> maybe I watched them all, you know, back to back to back, and maybe I was a little Annabelled out. Um, sometimes that happens. Um, I should have split them up, like, but yeah, I, it's been a busy week. <laughs> um, I could I could see people being disappointed because you have the Warrens introduced at the beginning here. Yeah, it's you a get problem. that cre- you get right. the creepy scene with the car accident. And Ed almost you know yeah. takes a truck to the face. Good stuff. But that but then the Warrens disappear. So it's not the Warrens and Annabelle, and you think this is going to be a serious dark film. It's much more of like a like, like a goosebumps. You're right, it is. But but that I loved it for that. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm it's not good. a it's not a bad film. But I mean, I just had like I said, uh, it does have the promise of the Warrens, and you don't get them and. You know, it's funny that you were mentioning Insidious earlier, Dave, because in my notes I have written, uh, okay, so the Warrens versus Lynn Shay. Who are you going to call upon if uh, you're having a supernatural thing? Who would you guys call? I'd call Robert Shea. Call. <laughs> hey, pro- producer movie. <laughs> Ghostbusters? I'd call the Warrens. I like the Warrens. People I fucking shit up. But I'll tell you, and you in real life, the fucking the daughter. I looked her up after the movie. I think her name is Judy, whatever it was. Mm. She believes in this stuff and everything else, but she will not go to this day. She will not go in that room. She inherited that when her parents passed away, and How she nice gave it to her, gave it to her husband, because she goes, I don't want to go in that room. She goes, when I I had a scary type childhood. I was very young. When a few things happened, I was terrified of two things, and one of them was that Annabelle doll behind that thing. And she goes, I have experienced a few things, 
but I, uh, I was always fearful to go down that road because I saw the way my father was, the way my mother was. And so I stayed away. She goes, one time I had a dream, and I'm not going to tell you what happened publicly because it involved a family member passing away, and it actually happened. I don't want to hurt anyone in my family. But she seems 100% legit. She talked about her parents saying that even when my father got older and sick and he became like bedridden, my mother, out of the goodness of her heart, used to answer the phone and talk to people that were having problems free of charge, people that she dealt with or knew through somebody. And she, she, she would sometimes be on the phone with people till three, four in the morning, uh, calming them down and talking to them. And then when she felt ready that they were good, and she would go to bed. But the way she talks about it, her mother was all about this and, and the, getting the feelings. And her father was all business as far as, you know, we have to take care of it in a certain way. But when you listen to her talk about it, it just, I've heard so many people dispel the real warrants and saying that they were shysters and they were all about the money and but when you but when you hear her talk about it i don't know it painted like a different type of view for me i don't want to get into the real life of it but i was just curious about it so how about that house not to cut you off but i'm going to that house is amazing like it's so retro my daughter said i want to live in that house it's like it's cool again like everything right it just goes i want to live in the artifact room in the yeah. case with Annabelle. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you fit in there, as her crazy fucking cousin, Orlock. <laughs> Orlock. <laughs> but we'll call you Orlock because it's scary. Orlock, yeah. <laughs> I like the 70s aesthetic. That's something yeah. else I like yes. about this movie. The oh. style, the clothing. Soundtrack. Soundtrack. The soundtrack. Soundtrack's all the fucking... great. Yep. Soundtrack's that was fucking the, again, mint. Bob's that Got Balls. The, like, the Conjuring Bob's film. Got Balls. Bob's Got Balls. <laughs> That's cute. That's funny. I dig that. That yeah. stuff is nice. Everybody knows really, it. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, the parents even know it. It's yeah. That, funny. That's funny. Hey, Bob's got balls. Like that's funny. The callback to that. The yeah. room is great. It's cool. I just think ultimately it tries too hard, especially in the third act, to throw out one thing after another. It gets a little bit like predictable. Like when when they say, okay, well here's the fairy man. Oh, he happened to kill a girl. Look just like you. Boom. Soon as that happens, you know he's gonna haunt that girl later. There was just like certain things that this uh, this movie was an hour and forty four or whatever the fuck long. This was the one movie that I think the most you could have cut fifteen minutes from and stepped back just a little bit and and, and just not had a, a scare a minute like it was the because well, then that's why that's why it seemed too goosebumpy kitty like every other minute something new was coming at you and that's just it's okay i just prefer the slow the slower burn and, and the sequence scares that we get in annabelle creation in the conjuring where there's more build up to it that's just so me personally you probably, I think they just, again, in sequelitis or sequel world, they have to ramp it up a bit so they, they have more coming at you. Uh, but you probably like the scene that I think is where the movie sort of stops dead for a bit. And it's not a very long sequence, but it pulled me out the first time. And re, upon rewatch, it's just, it just is a little slow. It's with the, the coins dropping. Still effective, but I think that one goes on a little... Yes. Oh, there we go. I had to hit it. That one goes Crazy. on a little too long. So I, like I wish it. they tightened that up because... Because that piece was boom, 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 boom. But I Super knew it effect. because you Super like effect. it is effective. I just wish they, they it just went a little long for me. And Dave, you probably love that part because it was the one that was drawn out the most out of all the scares. I do like it. I do like it. And I'd actually, I kind of like the TV scene, although I wish it wasn't her because I couldn't stand that girl by that point. And I wish it would have been someone else. And it was so obvious. 
you know why I hate? Yeah. There's the kid in 28 weeks later that fucking sets off the whole thing. I hate him. I hate the little girl in Pan's Labyrinth who eats that grape because she fucks everything up just because she had one. Another Ram Man one recommendation. <laughs> and then this girl here had to fucking. You know what would have been really smart in this movie is if they when they first brought the Annabelle doll home. Have it behind the glass that they mentioned and have it there. But after the events of this movie, that's when they should have put that piece of paper on there that said, positively do not open. To me, that would have made, after the events of this, now let's put this on because of what happened. I think it would have been a better tie-in for The Conjuring. I think it would have been cooler because that girl of everything, not to, it says positively do not open. That's the last fucking thing to touch in that whole place and your dumbass fucking goes through all these searches to get keys to open it. Just like that kid in the Evil Dead remake who takes every fucking step to pliers to open up a book that says do not read. It just bothers me because they cause trouble for I can everybody tell. else. Does yeah, this bother you? Did saints not exist in, you know, the 1970s like lock safes? Did they not exist? Because it almost they feels did. like, look, I'm going to it feels like they're like putting her on display. Like, look how evil I am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that was me. It, it is true. I mean, they had those acne snakes. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the glass was from a church, so it's sacred. It's like so a they should have double bagged it. They should have double bagged it. Put her in a safe. safe. They should have put her in a safe. I did that last night. Yeah, put her in a plastic fucking. Did you put bag. one over your head? <laughs> yeah, I put one over my head while I masturbated. It, it, it's just putting her on display. Like, look how evil this little bitch is. Right. I'm sorry. Exactly. In real life, the warrant should have put her in her safe and then put a bag over the safe and then put the glass over all that so don't fucking touch. And, and don't... then the ferryman could have put the coins in the safe and they could have bumped Annabelle on the head. <laughs> this yeah, is but ridiculous. These complaints are like curing the evil or whatever. I get it. But at the same time, they're, they was... have all these things up on display. Am I moving my hands too much? Is that what's going on? No, no, no. I was just saying if they were in a oh. safe, though, she could just try to crack the safe. Put, like, the little <laughs> glass at the... Stethoscope. Yeah. Isn't your dad a doctor? I think there's a stethoscope in this house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bitch probably would have done that in this fucking movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, we obviously wouldn't have a movie, but the fact that they actually displayed these things in real life is really kind of baffling, you know? So, that's I guess right. they wanted it in the open, and they had it blessed once a week was their deal. Exactly. But I hear you. I think they wanted to have their eye on them too, like yeah. by 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 putting them away, you can't see what could possibly happen. So, what, what darkness way... are you displaying today, Tin Man with the quarter eyes? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like I would if I had access to that room. I feel like it would be hard for me not to touch everything because of how nicely oh, it's displayed, well, hate especially you, the doll. <laughs> Dave hates you. I wouldn't hate her for touching. The or touching the TV, or any of that stuff. But unlocking a fucking thing, searching out a key to get behind a box that literally <laughs> says, positively, do not open, that's grounds for fucking, you're an asshole. I'm sorry. She was trying to push her back into place. She gets rewarded in this film as well. Um, it, she's not even supposed to be there, and she's like the main fucking star of the film. And <laughs> at the end, she totally gets rewarded by, you know, Lorraine. And what? she's the one who fucked yeah. everything up. Well, in the alternate she's version, got her daughter killed. In the alternate version, diver- killed. Fuck you. In the alternate version, Lorraine tells Daniela that her father does not forgive her and that he'll see her in hell. 
And it was her I fault. I thought you were actually like telling me something. Slam cut the final credits. Slam cut to the Christian yeah. destroying a VHS tape of Annabelle. <laughs> Duped your bitch. I love Daniela. I thought she was a great character. Yeah, I agree, I Brandon. I believe I me. I fell for her. Her, she lost her father. She was curious about apologizing and speaking to him in the afterlife. Right. I get what did. they're saying. Yeah. I, I just teared wish... up a few minute, a few times with that too. The whole father aspect yeah. and yeah. just um, her wanting to like when she sees him in that house across the street or whatever, wherever that wherever they were, yeah. and then she goes over there and she's like trying to find him and stuff like that. That did. Uh, it did impact me, but I'm, I don't know. I'm not going to go through those extents to try to talk to my loved one again. Like, I don't, don't, don't want to freak you out, Curly, but I think Danny's head just turned. Like, I, I it just looked like it moved. <laughs> 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 it was on the other side looking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, it, was it Michael's mouth open on that blanket? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got a question for you guys real quick. Um, well, it's. Are the Warrens terrible parents because it was her fucking birthday and they just leave her with a sitter? It wasn't her birthday. Her birthday was a few days later. They were they celebrating were early. Celebrating early. Okay. Okay. That makes it. Well, I know that the, a lot of times like you have a birthday and then you don't celebrate it till later because yes. in this one, they give her a cake. Um, so I thought it was her actual birthday and then they just had the party later. That's what I uh, thought too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because that happened. Like I saw like. Dan and I are doing a birthday dinner with the family in a couple weeks. Like, but yesterday it was just him and I. Oh so, God. you know, I, that's what I thought. I thought maybe that the parents like left her overnight with a fucking sitter on her actual birthday. <laughs> and they're like, well, no, we got a party planned for you that maybe nobody's even going to come to because they think you're going to possess them. And <laughs> Poor baby. See, I felt bad. That's yeah. something else about the heart of the movie is that I felt bad for Judy. And this is one case where I sometimes I like a happy ending in a horror movie. In this in this case, I do. Mm-hmm. You but know, it I'm not heartless. What but about it doesn't make sense though. It doesn't make sense for it to have like necessarily a happy ending. I get it. I get it. For whatever. The party, though? Yeah, because no, like just because she talked to her brother. Um, am I still invited to your party? Can I please come in? Even though your house was just possessed, and that's what I've been making fun of you for for like the past <laughs> whole movie. Like I don't. It, I don't think Daniela told him about that. I just told him, why don't you be nice to Judy? She's a good kid. What kid What kid listens to his older sister, though? Yeah. When if he showed up to my house, I would have popped Mary Ellen house. said to, to Anthony earlier in the film, you want me to tell your sister? She's like, no, no, please don't tell her. So, of course, he's going to listen to her because she's a badass. Yeah, I don't know. I just, with everybody, I, it seems a little too corny for them to get the the very happy birthday. Maybe if it was, like, a couple of kids, but you see them just, like, all, like, it's, like Anthony's they, Anthony's the popular kid. He talks to one kid, and they all come to that party. I get it, but like, I just don't see like. I don't it's know. a little bit. I know. It could, I could see what you're saying. It's a little bit too much. But at the time, I was like, it was yeah. a movie magic type thing where where this girl got a happy day. So I'll have no damn heart. Emotionally, <laughs> I do huh? have heart. Just it has to have a payoff for me. Well, now I, I will say, guys, heart. I will say, like one of my favorite movies of all time um, is Waxwork. And I love when, um, you know, monsters come to life. And so the first time that I watched this movie, I, I was watching, I was like, oh, this is fucking cool. You know, um, I wish they had been a little bit scarier, though, um, on this second watch. Um, 
it, it played it a little too safe for me, and I wish, like, the quarter in the eye thing was just really dumb for me this go-around. Um, it, it, like you guys said, it did overplay it, and especially, like, what? when it, she's holding the, Anna, the, the blonde <laughs> is holding the Annabelle doll, and she's got the fucking quarters in her eyes. I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, uh. it, it was... It, it, it borderline corny for me at times with the monsters, but it, it is cool. It is a cool concept, but you're right. It is very like R.L. Stein goosebumpy. Yeah. I don't well, find this one very scary. I just more so think it's the fun one out of all of them. Yeah. I think the most goosebumpy yeah, aspect, fun. which I don't like is the, when the love interest boy is outside and that yeah. dog thing, I can't stand yeah. that. Like, I don't think that's scary. It's very should have killed them. That would have been the one thing yeah. this movie could have ramped up. And had a shocking kill. Don't get me wrong. I like his character, and it, it would have gone against it. But that would have been the death to do. Uh, Should have bit his balls would... off, so Bob yeah. has no balls. <laughs> <laughs> well, it did lead to comedy. <laughs> the, the, there is unintentional comedy in this movie for me. What the chicken? The chicken yeah. come back. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was intentional. We were laughing. Yeah. He's like sorry, and he's closing the hoop. Believe it or not, though, that would be me. I, I don't like being in a house all alone, but if you have anything in the house with me, any other living thing, I don't give a fuck if it's a, a goldfish, one cat, I feel comfortable. I don't like being in an empty house in the dark, sleeping overnight. I've been this way my whole life. But if I have a dog or a cat, a just any other living thing near me, I feel like been dead for safe. weeks. <laughs> would you guys go visit the room? Would you go visit the room? Tommy Wiseau? guy, probably. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau's the room? Mark. I would look inside. I would look inside, Lacey. I wouldn't venture and walk around and touch everything. I would look. With, you wouldn't no touch t- anything. I wouldn't touch. I would just look. Oh, I, I, admit- Mark. Would you- I would oh, touch you- everything with my elbows. <laughs> Again, would just, you do it, I- Christian? I would be freaked out. I think I'd go in and I'd probably peer in and go, yeah, that room's not for me. I'd dance with the sound. Do you think, do you, think you like you could just feel like the negativity? Like, do you guys believe in this shit? Like, I'm curious. Believe in negativity? To degree. Not until you came up in, came on the show and started giving <laughs> such low ratings. Oh. <laughs> I gave a high rating. Christian came in lower at five. I know. Christian's a fucking skunk. Fuck you. I don't really, I don't know. I've never had anything happen to me. Like, you go places and it's like, you can feel like the, and like, I went to Gettysburg and it's like, you can feel the eeriness of the place when you get there. And that's never, I've never had any feeling like positive or negative. What's the address for that? (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, (laughs) I told the story. I think we've shared stories on the show before. And again, I, I've always like, I'm the naysayer. I'm like, oh, come on, whatever. But I experienced yeah. something in, funny enough, Oshawa. We're, we're, we've told the story about it was a house that we were, there was a commercial being filmed. I was a lowly little PA and I was on it and they were filming a, a, a whatever commercial they were filming. Who could fucking remember? But I looked like some choir saw, commercial, saw somebody in the window and I'm like, I go to the bucket. Like, is this like a Victorian piece or something like that? Cause it just looked like this guy was in garb and I've told the story before. So I'm trying to make it quick and like, just all dolled up. And they're like, no, but this place is haunted. It's been known to be haunted and it's all on. Like there's a Canadian it was probably show. It was all dolled up. Yeah. But <laughs> I swear I saw him and there's nobody dressed like that. It was a regular old commercial. They're just using the location. So I definitely saw this guy standing in the window watching over everything. 
It was yeah. kind of freaky. If I was the guy you, know, you that, asked, that I would have been it. like, are you real? Did you just use the word garb? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's are creepy. You? I mean, I've never... The close when we did go to Gettysburg, it was JP and I. Uh, we went on a ghost tour, and we took a picture of this one. I forget what place it was. It was like some sort of house, though. And on his pic, like we took the exact same picture, and for some reason, his camera it looked like there were faces in the window, and mine like was clear. So that was that's like the only somewhat creepy thing to happen. So I am open minded, but I just feel like. I don't know. I've never really had, I've never had a ghost come up and be like, Hey, what's up or anything like that. So it's hard to say for me that's ever happened that I feel is kind of paranormally. And I did explain it on the paranormal activity show was the sleep paralysis, but I definitely believe in negative energy. And I feel like when you're negative and like living in that space, like I, I do believe in ghosts and I think that it attracts it. So I would not step foot into that room because, like, if I'm having a fucking bad day, it might follow me home, so. Do you believe in magic? Do I believe in magic? In a young girl's smile. Uh, well, well, I mean, I met Dan Chase, so yeah, there's magic. Aww. Oh, knocked it out of the park. Uh, Is he awake? He must I be have... awake now. No, he's not. He's, not. No, he's out. He's out. He's downstairs snoring on the couch. Is he in that closet feeding you notes? Yeah. <laughs> Tell him no, I had all, all my extra, all the movies are in there. Like, I thought you said all my. I thought you said all my exes are in there. <laughs> There's a few that I might want to put in there, but <laughs> no, they would go in uh, that over there, that shelf, Ooh, or okay. that closet. They go in that storage space. <laughs> For like a three-month period at my mother's house, when my brother and I still lived there, uh, like right before I moved to Vegas, so towards the end of the 90s, there were strange occurrences that had happened, uh, one after another for a short time, just like little, it started off small, but then some strange coincidences happened once him and I were talking in the kitchen about the, the incidents happening, and then for no reason, on top of the microwave, my mother had a couple like papers there between like the microwave and the shelf, and a, a piece of paper flew off the top of the microwave and landed on the counter and I looked and written on the piece of paper it said David and Michael and that that's me and my brother again it was written for a Go reason get milk. the fact that it came out <laughs> at that very minute and landed there and there was more we were talking about it again one night we were kind of like scaring ourselves a little bit and then this is like 1:30 in the morning on a fucking Friday night going into Saturday morning and we had two different phone lines in the house and this one phone line kept ringing 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 we would answer nobody would be there then it stopped then the other phone. <laughs> <laughs> then the other phone line started ringing, 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 and nobody had both numbers. One was my mother's phone, and one was the one that my brother used. And the the percentage of people that have both numbers happened to be in the house with us that night. It was a percentage. fucked up thing. So things happen in the house. <laughs> so now. <laughs> I work, I go into basements all the time by myself at work. And I go into certain buildings that are like fucking, they're not operated, they're closed. Big buildings, scary buildings, sometimes churches, all this shit. And I go and I read electric meters and, uh, you know, gas meters in these basements. And I will tell you this, to this day, I still am uncomfortable. I have to go in these places and go in the basement with a flashlight and go out. And there's one place I walk down this one thing. It's like a bowling alley. It's a real tiny bowling alley in this basement. There's like two or three lanes. I don't know why it's there, but I walk down and every fucking time as I'm walking, I'm, not, I'm, sorry. 
I don't just walk <laughs> towards the fucking meter and go in different rooms to find the meters. As I'm walking, I'll do this with a flashlight and I'll turn around and I'll look behind me. Cause I get thoughts. I don't like it. I, I do believe in evil I and I and I, I am afraid like of fucking thoughts. things like No, seriously, I'm afraid of shit like like those puppets that show up in fucking animal creation. But that, shit like that and like I've talked about being afraid of a rocking chair or a rocking horse that yeah. rocks for no reason. That those type of shit. That's the type of stuff that scares me in real life. And I dread fucking any, even just hearing a, a voice or a noise in a place where I'm the only person there in the dark. It fucking terrifies me. And I have to do it as part of my job. I mean, I don't go crazy about it. I'm not fucking quivering, but I am definitely <laughs> looking around and not comfortable. That's I went fact. to a concert word once and they rocked for no reason. And it scared the wow. shit out of me. <laughs> You're going to have like amazing dad jokes one day, Brandon. <laughs> I have them yeah. one day. <laughs> no, see, I would, this might sound like really fucked up, but I would rather be chased by like a slasher serial killer than have anything paranormal happen to me. Amen, sister. I'm with like, you. Straight up. It's scary. I can't, it's fucking I can't scary. See, maybe it's just because of the light. Like, I come into the basement if it's dark at night sometimes, especially if there's a noise. I told you that one story. My wife, there's a noise. It's like, I think someone is in the house. I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, you go look. I'm sleeping. <laughs> I was comfortable. Now I'm all terrified. But when you come back down here, the, the thing, Lacey, that I'm freaked out about is just coming down and then just, what if just two eyes open in like the middle <laughs> of nowhere? Or something like, like something disappears. Like, I'm like, that would fucking terrify me. Like you just know oh. that you get that feeling where it's just your whole body just drains. Yeah. You're just like, Oh God, it's, it's, it's terrifying. But the scary I don't, how did we get on this? I don't know. <laughs> Being haunted to Annabelle. But the thing that I would be freaked out the most is if you open your door to like, let your dog out and there's like somebody just sitting there waiting for you. Yeah. And then Remember? you're just like dead. Like go, there's, woof, you can do, but, but I, I have those. What happened to me? My dog takes forever to go out. I'm like, a serial killer could come and kill me right now. Who? Come on. <laughs> what if it happened to me. What if you let your Remember? dog out, but a different dog comes back in? <laughs> oh. That'd be fucking scary. Holy shit, shit, dude, that comes back. I would be sad. I'd be freaked uh, out more than sad. A fucking another dog replaced it? Oh, my God. It's <laughs> scary. Especially if it was on a leash. If I let my dog out to go potty and then I put a fucking leash on it and let her go back. And she comes back, and it's a different dog on yeah. the same leash. I'd on the same it. leash, wearing your dog's collar, everything. Oh my Did god! You say, go, go potty. It's a fucking dog. Yeah, that's what she does. She goes potty. Going potty. No, you got to go potty. That's the dog. Yeah, you say Dave, Dave, I, I would say, I say that too. Business. Go potty. Go potty. Yeah, Absolutely. You have to yeah. yeah. I'm I'm officially Whatever. off the show. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry guys, I go off on tangents and this is where it led. <laughs> I love tangents. And remember that story I told about Bailey? Uh, one time I let my dog out in the backyard at my old house and a uh, grand and I was high. I I smoked fucking weed that night, but whatever. But I, I I let I let Bailey on the backyard. I was waiting for her. I was watching and I was calling her. I'm like, "Bailey, Bailey, come back." You know, and then all of a sudden I heard a whisper fucking from like outside from like maybe my next door neighbor some other yard and it went Bailey. It whispered fucking Bailey. <laughs> it, it was it Bailey. The the it was Bailey. Back inside. Yeah. Scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> you know what it was? It was you, Dave. You went, Bailey, come back inside. Bailey. And you're like, who the fuck said that? <laughs> it was you the whole time. It was me. Yeah. Dude, it's fucking spooked me out. Anyway, Annabelle. <laughs> what the fuck? 
Crazy movie. Crazy movie. But fun. I, I agree with you, see. It's fun. I, I it is fun. It's just I like it. Just not as much as I as I like creation. That's all. It, that's I like it, that they bring back the notes. It's cool. There's more continuity here. Remember in, in the beginning of creation with the writing of the notes and all that stuff and, yeah. and miss me and all. And then they brought back the notes in this one. And the fucked up part, which was so cool, was then when they were asking for Annabelle at the door. And then she opened the door and fucking B was there. Yeah. She was actually, they brought her back. Yeah. That was so cool. She basically yeah. kicks it off. It's like Annabelle kicks off all the craziness here. She's the first one, excuse me, to show up. And then one scene with the shadow when it grows, when first you see little Annabelle and then the other one, and then the fuck, it got bigger, he turned into the creature. You never saw that before. It turned into the demon with the shadow. That was fucking cool. <laughs> there were cool things here. I, I, actually, I actually do think it was scary. Just maybe not like, yeah, again. Rated on scary. Gateway scary, I guess. Is, is yeah, that's, I that's a great way to put it, honestly. But it, the most <laughs> enjoyable for me. Of of the series, it just it's the most fun. I have the most fun with the characters. I care about the characters the most here, uh, and this is Amen. the most rewatchable one for me. But I'm not Amen. trying to take anything away from the, the the second one. It just the second one was good to me. I just this one was my favorite of the bad. And I really I really do love the Warrens. I think you know just Vera Formiga and what is it Patrick yeah. Wilson. I think they're they have like the best chemistry ever as like couples on screen for me. So I do enjoy those parts and that scroll at the beginning. I mean, yes. I just get chill. Like that is so chilling to me. And it's literally just a scroll saying like the Warren house has this and that, but I don't know. That really creeps me out. So the music, yeah, this one doesn't really scare me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I, so good. I do think the titles of these films are actually really creative. I was a dumbass, and <laughs> like was, when I Lacey, <laughs> <laughs> how come you don't yell at him when he makes a comment? I, didn't, I haven't Dan, said anything nearly I, that. No, much. I got the look of disappointment. Because, because that's what because I got. You did not send Dan Chase a birthday message, and he did. I sent them two. Yes, he did. Yeah, the other one was from me. Talk about overcompensating. And so I have a bone to pick with you about that. Just like, you know, Christian. If it makes you feel back, any better, I'm going to send Thomas the birthday message. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy? Oh, Lacey, I've been on her show. Well, you've been on her show too, Bees. I guess I can't say anything. But that was just a look of disappointment. I got like, I expected so much more from you, Christian. I, I got like the, the like. Nobody really feel... expects anything from you. <laughs> <laughs> right, it made me sad. I thought we were like close. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna show. But that's Brandon. Brandon doesn't answer fucking things. He did, oh, he I, was supposed to do a show with Watson, and he blew him off. He was messaging him in the morning. He never got I, the message. I blew said. Watson. So, <laughs> see. No, I totally forgot. I totally forgot. I we in fact Scott and I both forgot. Did Scott ever get one in? Crawford. Oh no! How did you know? Because we he both forgot. He's the of the Friday Nightmares. Don't you know this yet? Listen, I'm unofficial. I'm a fly on the wall. Really? I know I everything. I know everything. I know everything that's going on. I'm Seth Brundle fly. Yeah. No, I was actually <laughs> promoting the Friday Nightmares last night because um, I did. We did an interview with uh, the director and the lead actor of uh, Mothers of Monsters, and I oh, know that man. Scott really yeah. liked that movie. So I'm pretty sure they Ooh. talked about on their uh, top 10 show and they commented on me and Dan's top 10 show, which I thought was really cool. And that's how, you know, we kind of got talking, but it, the movie wasn't even in our top 10. She kind of even said, she's like, 
well, you guys didn't even announce this, but we really did enjoy the movie. And I was like, just because, you know, we don't name a movie in our top 10 doesn't mean we did not find it enjoyable or that we won't promote it. Yeah, plus you guys have really bad taste in films. So, I mean, there's that. <laughs> See, thank thank you for doing yeah, that. Thanks for taking the heat off me. It's perfect. <laughs> now, I forgot what point you're saying, I was... You're talking about the titles and how creative you thought the titles were. In the movies, yeah. and you said you were being a dumbass, which is then what made me make a bad joke. I do need to chase, so there is. I get it. No, I love. <laughs> I know people sometimes might think that's a crazy decision on my part, but he is my counterpart. So, um, nice. no, I, I, I felt really dumb because all right. So I just like edited that his birthday messages and. I pop it on and I'm watching it and I didn't remember this film either. Like it was a highly er, creation. It was forgettable for me the first time I watched it. So I came up a lot on my reading on that, but I had like this epiphany moment. I was like, Oh, that's why it's called creation. And then the same thing happened for when <laughs> the same that's thing happened. it's come home. Yeah. <laughs> and then, cause it, because it's home at the Warrens and like that's where she's home now. Yeah. Brandon did but, make this joke at the beginning of the review and we just brushed it off like, no, it can't be that. And he was bang on. <laughs> <laughs> I did. That literally happened to me though. I, I must have missed it. I, I'm more awake now than I was when he must have said that. I like that not all ghosts are bad. I like the fact that she's yeah. she sees the ghost yeah. of the head of the school. And he ultimately plays a part in like leading leading them at the end, leading her. She follows him at the end, and uh, also the scene where Danielle is wearing the the cursed dress, and it sort of breaks her out of this trance because the uh, the uh, projector starts playing the exorcism scene, and it starts like and it's playing yeah. like over her. I really like that scene. That was cool too. Yeah, and there were good scenes. I just Car- think that they went too far. Yes. Dan wanted me to make sure that I mentioned this. Um, he said that he's pretty sure that the little girl that played the Warren, Judy, was you as a child. Oh, I, that's so weird that you say that because I was going to bring up that little girl and say, doesn't she look just like Kieran, Kieran and Shipka? Uh, Dan I thought that was little bit. Dan yeah. I thought it was her at first, and I was she's, like, wait, she's that can't in be everything, her. that wait. little girl. She's a she's a big actress. She's everywhere now. She's on TV she's shows. Great. And He said that he thought that's what you would have looked like as a child. Is that close? No, not at all, but um, <laughs> that's nice of him. She's Carly, Carly looks like the girl from Walking Dead. <laughs> Which one? No, the mean girl. Oh, my God. I'll, fi- I'll find out the girl's name. I've been compared to many a people in my day. No, you look exactly like. <laughs> Let's go. Um, in the meantime, we should probably give our ratings. I don't know if there's a. I have nothing else personally. Lydia. Lydia. No idea who that is. It's <laughs> Alpha's daughter. Alpha's uh, daughter. You look Alpha. exactly like her. Let me see. I'm probably not going to agree, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll get into my rating, guys. Thank you. Um, yeah, I really liked the film. Um, the first Fish time boy. watch. A uh, little bit. A little, little bit. bit. Yeah, that's I guess Car- I do. That's, that's Carly to me. Oh, I'm looking at my own. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong this time. I mean, yeah. you're minus but we, we were doing minus the, minus yeah, the Sorry. <laughs> right, yeah. No, uh, no I, I, I do. I, I think this one is fun. It is lighthearted. Um, I do have, like, some issues with the happy ending because I wanted the Warrens. 
I, 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 I'm hoping that in the next Conjuring, it brings them back more full circle, right? I think that might be what's happening, but I'm not sure. I don't want them just like in a small section of the film like this. And they didn't really have anything. The girls solved the problem on their own by magically getting the case to close after all of them were pushing against it. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. It is what it is. It, it feels like a slumber party movie, um, some like a gateway to horror. You're right. This is something that I would have brought to the slumber party when I was a kid and had my friends watch it. I think if I was 12, I would have really dug this film. So, yeah, I think I'm at like a like 6.5. Oh, not bad. I just really didn't like that first fucking movie. Yep, makes sense. Carly? Yeah, I definitely like this one. Like I said, I think it's more fun than anything. I like all the characters. I like that you do have the Warrens in it. Um, and I love how all these movies tie together, too. It's just cool. Um, but like I said, it's just fun for me. I don't really find it that scary. I do think the coin scene is probably the creepiest for me personally. But everything else uh, doesn't really frighten me too much. Um and I like the dad aspects. Like I said, they made me emotional. But um, I give this a seven and a half out of ten. Right on. Look at this. We're, we continue to be in sync. Um, two more observations quickly. I didn't. I thought it was dumb that the girl saw Annabelle when she was supposed to be still in the cage. Uh, the, the the main girl, the little girl, the Warren, whatever hell the name is. Um, and didn't say anything to anybody about it. <laughs> she looked under the bed and there's Annabelle. And she's like, oh, well, I guess that's supposed to be there. I didn't get it because the shit hadn't hit the fan yet at that point where Annabelle would be out. So I thought that was weird. And the girl looking at the TV, if that was me in that situation, I would not continue to do to fucking look to the right and left. Because especially when bad things are starting to happen, why would you emulate that? If anything, I would run to the door, put my body on the other side of the door just like this against it and, and keep yelling help till somebody let me out. But that's just me. Uh, Are you Mrs. Third... Mullins? You crucifying yourself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I couldn't help but think when the one kid said, "There's only one way to woo." I immediately thought of Ric Flair, and I went, "Woo!" Right in my fucking living room. <laughs> so he's a woo, -woo guy. So you, are, so you are a woo girl. <laughs> I'm a woo guy. Oh, yeah. I'm a woo girl. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's a thing. It's a yep. thing. <laughs> woo! Of course, man. So anyway. <laughs> All in all, it was a fun movie. I like it a tad bit more than I did in the past. I know I said more negatives than positives, but it was good. And I had the same rating once again as Carly, seven and a half. Boom. Well, what do you rate uh, Judy? Or not Judy, the Daniela. Yeah, oh. a zero. <laughs> I've seen worse. I've I seen thought you were going to give it a low rating but, because of her. Wow. She's pretty shitty, but, I, but I've had worse than that. And at least she did nice things at the end and made a sad girl happy. So she did something. Although I did find it ridiculous that right towards the end, she goes, okay, guys, now let's get out of here. You guys want to go somewhere else? I'm like, now, bitch? Now you ask to go somewhere else? Now, bitch? <laughs> so weird. Anyway. Man, well, I said it was my favorite. I was at 5.57. This is an 8 out of 10 for me. It's the most enjoyable. It's, it's just fun. Like I said, I, I'm being rep repetitious because I've said my piece already. 8 out of 10. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I line up with Christian. Eight out of ten. The most fun of the three. It's the same rating for creation because creation came up, but this one, man, I just I have a blast with it. I could watch it over and over. I've seen it three times now and I love it. And yeah, that so scene in the TV, that quick flash where you see Daniela screaming and covered in blood, almost like cat like Carrie. Yeah. That, I wish that would have happened. Mm. It would have been a great <laughs> ending to her. But I love Daniela. Ten out of ten for Daniela. Yeah. <laughs> 
10 out of 10 for Mary Ellen also. Yeah. No, and I can't believe how, how much that girl grew in three years. The girl from part one, the Lulu, Lulu Wilson, whatever her name is, from Annabelle Creation was 2017. And you see her in Becky in 2020. Looks like she's six years older instead of three. It's crazy. But I was thinking of that no, watching that. I keep forgetting that's her. Now, yeah, are you a Lulu girl or a Lulu girl? <laughs> well, I'm a Lulu. Lulu. Yeah, yeah Lacey Lulu can woo-woo. As video, video, video. Have you guys got Lululemon there yet? Canadian company, huge here. No, yes, so we have. Yes, we have Lululemon. Go fuck yourself. So anyway, <laughs> I prefer Lululemon. My daughter, same sort of thing. I don't know what her exact ratings were, but she liked them in the exact same order. The, the first one was the le- her least favorite. Thought Annabelle uh, she didn't even realize there's two sequels. So when I told her we were doing this. She wanted to watch them, and she enjoyed Annabelle Creation, but she. Thought Annabelle Comes Home was the Wait, was the most and how enjoyable. How old is your daughter? How old is your daughter? Uh, fifteen. Yeah, so I feel like that's the right age for this movie to who like get the, get the full enjoyment. Who for was it, it though? Like Jason Lives. It's a who was party. it? Who asked? Who asked for? Uh, asked for all that information. <laughs> Ram man. Uh, Ram man asked for all. Love you, B. That was man. awesome. <laughs> I don't get it. He was being a dick. He was being a dick. He just said, I didn't want to hear all that stuff about your daughter. I was like, who was it? Uh, I did. I asked the question. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. There you go. We're friends again. See? Never let me do that dance again. (laughs) I will always let you do that dance. (laughs) So now, uh, I think it's an underrated um, franchise, if you will, the Annabelle movies. It seems like they don't, they're not spoken of very, very highly, but I think it's, I don't know, the way we watched them today and what we said, I think uh, it's, it doesn't get the credit that it deserves. It's actually a, a pretty decent little series. So, but anyway, we do have to get out of here. It's going to be that time. We have, we have to thank Lacey and Carly once again. Thank you very, very much. Good luck thank with you. Slumber Party Massacre. And is there thank you. anything you'd like to plug before we get out of here? Hey, can't say that. Um, I mean, just cut to the chase. We're doing uh, Alfred Hitchcock retrospectives. Uh, if anybody wants to get on on those, um, not you, Brandon. But um, who do you think? <laughs> you would say no anyways. Uh, <laughs> but if, if you guys are, if that's something that anybody's interested in, like hit me up. Uh, we'll make something happen. And uh, Dark the discussions network, right? Yep, Dark Discussions Network. And then the slumber party is recording a week from in a week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to tell Can you what. Brandon be in that one? Because I like. I want to keep that stuff a surprise. You I know. Have a pillow fight. Jason lives. No. Jason lives belongs on that. By the way, it is the slumber party of of the Friday the Thirteenth franchise. Is that part six? Yep. It's definitely the kids movie. Like this is, hundred well, percent. You know it's like my least favorite one, right? It's not one of my favorites. That's why. It's <laughs> okay. I don't hate it. But... Well, Just maybe I'll give it a rewatch. Who knows? I'm the top yeah. six. But uh, that you can have there, she'll blow it. Believe me. <laughs> um, Slumber Party Massacre uh, episode two will be dropping uh, mid uh, March. Yeah. So what she just said about Slumber Party Massacre, and then his and hers, we just <laughs> recorded. Um, what do we do? We did Saint Maud was the latest episode, and we're not sure what we're gonna do next. But uh, so that will be out soon, I believe. The Saint Maud one. I don't think that one put. Because we did like two back to back, and I think the episode fifty-four just posted, which I believe that was Psycho Goreman that we did. Fun movie, I will say yes. that. Um, but yeah, so we did Saint Maud, and that's about it. That's about it for me. Cool. Well, thank, well, thank you again you guys very much. Yeah, Thanks thank for you. Coming, this was guys. fun. 
Yes, because it is any time, any time. And when we'll I say any time, I mean never again. Brandon, do you want att- like I? I think you want attention with that hair. Like I can't stop. St- you just. I <laughs> always have something. I literally going cannot on. see right now. <laughs> Keep it coming. You look like fucking cousin it soon. Keep uh, it up. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, thank you everybody also for listening. Thanks again to our guests. We love everybody. We love you all. Next show, 136. We're going to be back to the old format. The old new format. Old and new. Manchichi, Manchichi. Yep, we'll see what that is. And yes, Manchichi, Manchichi. We're out. Thanks, Chris. Bye.